It is time for another Amateurs Fantasy Sports Podcast. Hello and welcome to the first in-season episode of the NRL Fantasy Amateurs Podcast for 2023. Boys, the preseason is over. We've made it. We've come to the other side of the desert. We've got some teamless and Ryan, mate, I, I, I don't know about you, but I feel like I've just been shuffling the deck chairs on the Titanic for the last couple of hours. How are you doing over there? Oh, mate, it's it's not too uh, not too much better at uh, Cranbrook Cubs HQ over here. Um, like it's been a long walk through the desert where there's been a lot of mirages. There's been a couple of oases, but yeah, no, look, we're finally here. And it, it honestly, these team lists are just giving me more questions than answers, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, no, I know what you mean, mate. I, I was saying to Rob uh, offline before you joined us that um, I've got like 18 of my 21 spots that are the same. And I've just been like moving dudes around for the last like four hours around those last three spots. And I've wound up with the exact same team that I had when I started. <laughs> uh, so I don't actually know what I achieved. I said uh, to Tiffany uh, when I got home, I said, I'm, I'm just hoping that magically I'll get like seven to $10,000 will just appear in my, at like extra in my bank so I can afford to to buy the player that I want instead of the other player. So like uh, the Roosters, so- mate. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, mate. Well, I, I'm, I'm just going to go and play a round of golf with Nick. Maybe I can organise that extra, you know, couple of dollars. Yeah, a few so, boats. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, boys, today we are going to go through the team lists and try to answer the questions. Um, oh, my God, the uh, the Instagram DMs are out of control with people asking questions. I don't know about the podcast, obviously. Uh, but no, in all seriousness, guys, hopefully we can we can answer your questions today and, and make some sense out of these team lists. So we'll probably start off in the logical place in the first game of the round here. Uh, we'll, I guess we'll probably tackle the news as as we get to it in, in the succinctness of the, the team list. So we'll start off with the Eels and the Storm, which is going to be kicking off in about 48 hours from now, uh, Eels seem looks very much like we thought it was going to. Obviously, Sean Lane's out, so we get the double cheapy edge combo of Bryce Cartwright and Matt Dory. So, boys, Cardi Party. Uh, Rob, you, I know you were buying some uh, – I think you might have been well, – you, you were the, the man, if I was correct to me if I'm wrong, that you actually camped out overnight uh, the night before the Cardi Party tickets went on sale and you now you were first in line to collect them. Is that right? Absolutely. Uh, I think every time he's fantasy relevant, I've got on board. So I can't imagine this year is going to be any different. I think we all fire up and have a Cardi party. Yeah. No, it's... It's, it's, uh, the, uh, <laughs> it's, it's the comeback tour. The Cardi party comeback tour. It's like John Farnham. Yeah. How old is he? Is he like 25? How old is he now? Well, he's an no, old 25. He'd have to be 30. No, I just, I'm just, I'm just rapping, boys. I, I, I assume he's like thirty. I reckon he's twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. He's twenty-eight. There we go. Nailed it. There we go. Yeah. No. So I, I'm, I mean, boys, you know, maybe there's a little bit of maturity there. We know that he doesn't need eighty minutes to be relevant for fantasy. Uh, this bench is a little bit interesting with Moimasia, Murchie, Greg, and Makatoa. Uh, just quietly on on Wirimu, Greg. He is a big boy with two eyes. Uh, he's probably going to play, you know, 20 to 25 minutes off the bench. Murchie's going to be the 
the danger here for the middle guys with Makatoa. Uh, I think Moimasi is probably just going to play on the edge, but which one? I have no idea. Uh, it's, it's it's kind of a bit of a you know a hard rotation to predict. Ryan, the only thing I feel really confident about in this team is that Jermaine Hopgood is a gun. Yeah, well, look, he's he's probably been the only uh, constant um, Parramatta player in most fantasy sides all preseason. He looked awesome in the preseason. Um, mm. I, I've no real concerns here with his minutes either. I don't think, and he's at such a good price point. Yeah, I, he he seems uh, must have, and he'll probably get dual position tomorrow. I'd say. Um, as for the edges, yeah, I don't know. Uh, currently, I've got both of them. Um, I would guess that Dory has the better job security just because he's playing on that right edge. But like we were talking about offline, he's just a little bit, a uh, little bit more of a mess. Slow and steady wins the race. Pro- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Compared to Cardi. Yeah, no, he's kind of in the he's in the Trent Liaro mold, except he's 140k cheaper. Mm. 130k cheaper so i mean it's kind of you know it's a hard one if you didn't you know if you got some money left over and you you know you're sitting there with a couple of guys i mean there's a you know there's a feasible path to 10 or 11 250k or less guys in these team lists as we're going on and and choosing the right ones is going to be really key i think uh so obviously we'll, we'll try to help you do that uh, so I think either of these edges is okay. I don't have a crystal ball. Obviously, Cartwright more upside, but more chance of not holding on to the job. But, I mean, they also, if Cartwright does a good job in these first couple of weeks, there is a chance that he just stays there and Dory's the one who makes way as well. So, you know, who knows? Uh, I know Cartwright's got a better chance of making fast money uh, if, if you wanted that to be the difference. Uh, in the backs, I think a, a number of people might be saved by Sean Russell being suspended for round one. Yeah, uh, I think I think yeah. he is going to be the winger over Bailey Simonson, mm. but I don't think that he's a a buy anyway. So, mm. yeah. did he pick up a a, um, a reserve grade suspension, Sean Russell? Because I didn't see it in the casualty ward until. Yeah, it just popped up out of nowhere, didn't it? I don't know. Mm. Maybe he got suspended from the trials or something. I don't know. Did he do right. something in the preseason challenge? I don't recall. Interesting. Mm. No, don't know. Anyway. Not important. Yeah, He was a trap anyway. Yep. Yeah, he's on the dud list. All right, boys. And the Storm, uh, big fan of the show, young Tonema Pia. Um, he's, he gets his start in the centres. Uh, it seems like... He's just gonna, you know, this is gonna be a straight swap for Olam. Other than that, this is this is sort of the team in the backs here. Uh, Warbrick wheels up. No need to comment further on him. Obviously, we we spoke about him in the last episode, and and really excited. Uh, got some news through the week that Tui Kamakamitha is going to be gone for the foreseeable future, though. So, I mean, that provides us with a bench of Jordan Grant, Alec McDonald, and Chris Lewis, and it has me wondering whether we need to have another look at Nelson Asofa Solomona. I think Tariq Sims is back next week as well, just to add mm. some kind of confusion to that. And also someone else, Eisenhuth as well. But who knows if yeah. he'll play first grade. Yeah. Where's Eisenhuth? What's wrong with him? Round two. Uh, back. Okay. Well, that, he's had that same back injury since last year, though, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's not unimportant. Probably not going to be barking down that particular, you know, or barking up that particular tree, given the the number of other really good options. We probably need to talk about the back row, though, Ryan. Um, yeah. 
two yeah, have more at it. Uh, edges. Yeah, no, two more interesting edges here. Um, I've currently got Eli Katoa in my side just because I think he's got a much higher upside than Liero. Like we've talked about Liero a little bit as well. And um, even though he's cheaper than Eli Katoa, he's just, he's like, like you mentioned, he's in the same sort of category as Matt Dory, but he's 140K more. So yeah, I, I, for me, I think it's uh, Eli Katoa robust and Liero, I think you could probably just run with a 250K edge and get similar production with, um, you know, a lower bar to, to hit. Is that yeah, the way you sort of see Liero is going to play 80 minutes? Yes. Yeah, I suppose yeah, that's the I difference, so. isn't it, between Liero and like a Cardi or Dory. Um, mm. But they're so much cheaper that I think it's yeah. worth um, going for the cheaper option because it's not like his upside is particularly great, Liero. It's just, you know, he'll, if, he, if he plays 80, he should get, you know, high 30s yeah. maybe. Trent, but, Trent Liero and Matt Dury is like that meme of the two Spider-Mans pointing at each other. Yeah. <laughs> Has there ever been a more fantasy relevant edge combination than this first game? No. It's incredible, isn't it? For all yeah, four, all four options. Christmas. Yeah. I mean, you could foreseeably have five, six, seven, eight, eight players in this first game. You could be deleting the app by. <laughs> you know, oh, mate. Tim, Tim Rob, why you got to talk about deleting the app, mate? I'm going to yeet you off this podcast so fast if you bring that up again. Oh, I can't wait to do the yeet list next week. Oh, man. Oh, the yeet list. Been waiting all off-season for that. It's been a long time coming. I know. I know. Yeah. No, there's definitely, there's at least six fantasy-relevant options in this this first game. Being the Cardi Dory Hopgood. I've seen some questions about Josh Hodgson. I, I, I don't want to do that, boys. We think he'll play 80, but it's just... Who else is going to play there? No, that's the thing. It's just um, he looked old and he's not going to make any meters. He's just going to be laying it off. And Even even with 80 minutes, I think he's a mid-40s scorer. Yeah. 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 He can do better, better, gents. Yep. Yep. Um, What do we think about Harry Grant as a starting option? We actually sort of haven't really touched on him at all. I think there's probably... Two to three points of value there, maybe. I really yeah, no, like I tend it. to agree. I tend to agree. Um, I mean, he's you know he's a solid. If you don't want to go for a Cam Murray or something, he's probably a solid you know vice captaincy option. Um, yeah, I, I just you got to contend with he is going to play Origin. Um, he's probably going to be managed a little bit over that period, and Tyron Wishart is there. But I mean, he's an elite second. He's a, he's an elite hooker, no doubt. Mm, yeah, it's probably a head to head thing, isn't it? It's more of a head to head play than a. Mm. overall play yeah. but i think with someone like robson or who we've talked about a lot um yeah like mm. robson is probably a better option just for for overall and for you know the the stretch of games that he gets uninterrupted isn't going to play origin um yeah and is perhaps only a few points worse than grant yeah there's a, there's definitely some value in the not needing to trade him at all that's right. Uh, category for Robson. Um, there's also Nick Meany, who obviously we touched on in the previous episodes. I think given the the sheer number of wing fullback options, he's not somebody that we can recommend. Uh, and um, some also got some questions about Josh King. Uh, just don't don't go there. Mm. Unless you guys Great. are strongly opposed to any of those, uh, either of those no. two things. No, lukewarm takes. Lukewarm takes. All right. Next, uh, on to the game of the round. The Warriors come up against the Knights. Uh, 
That was sarcasm, by the way, for anyone that's uh, I got it. I got curious. it. Thanks, mate. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> John Sickle Cookstar, he's kind of fallen, by the wayside, as an option just because there's so many cheapies that are sort of in or around potentially the same average. Uh, also, like, sort of seems to be finding his feet. I think he's going to be fine, but uh, hasn't sort of entered my calculations since we got all the War Bricks and Harley Smith Shields and, and uh, Campreras of the world. Uh, Tamara Martin seems to be more popular. Uh, Ryan, are you are you a Tamara Martin guy, or are you you know just letting that one go through the keeper as well? Yeah, no, letting it go through the keeper as well. I, again, I just think there's there's just so many two fifty, two thirty k options now. Like between like Warbrick, Camperera, Smith Shields, um, Isaac Thompson's going to get dual position tomorrow as well. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'd just much rather run with an Isaac Thompson than a Tamari Martin. But that said, like, I, I think he's a fine option. He'll make money. Um, but, yeah, just not one I've really considered. But, yeah, fine option. Yeah, definitely better for overall than head-to-head, but probably not necessarily somebody that you want to get on board with for either at this point. Uh, Sean Johnson. Oh, boys. Excited. Can't get him in my team at the moment, dollar dollary dues wise but, you know, it, it's a long 48 hours between now and uh, and when the kickoff happens. So we'll, uh, you know, we'll, we're not sure about about his future, uh, but uh, I, I think there's probably some more fantasy relevance even in the forward pack. Uh, Jackson Ford, I know uh, both you guys are. Rob, are you uh, on the Jackson Ford train or is that? Ryan's the conductor of that one. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> I think Ford is my only warrior at the moment as well. Um, yeah, I think he's going to play at least 60 minutes with that bench. Um, and that's probably enough for me, for him. Um, mm. He's pretty busy. Um, he gets involved. He looked good in the trials. Um, he's a good jewel. He's a very cheap. What is he priced at? Ryan, is it 21? Yeah, low 20s, I believe. It's, um, yeah, it's just quite a good. It's just a quite a good price and a quite a good jewel. And I think we've been looking for that kind of cheap mid option. Um, and to me, he kind of represents that value there. Yeah, I'm just not catching the vibe, boys. I don't know if I'm missing something here. I just think he's he's worth the risk. Like with the upside there, um, you know, on the off chance, and I think it is an off chance that he plays 80, he's got the potential to average high 40s, which would be phenomenal. I don't think that's necessarily mm. going to happen and unless he gets a little bit of luck in terms of, you know, HIAs, injuries, stuff like that, which is possible. It happens. Um, you know, Curran and other guys have certainly had their injury problems in the past. Um, so, so for me, just for that upside, I think he's worth the risk. Uh, if he's only playing 60 minutes, he should still average in the mid to high 30s, I would say, which is enough. Mm. Um, to, to me, the real only worry is if he does play less than that. I'm not sure he will if he's playing, like, say, less than 50 minutes, but I'm, I'm not sure it's, it's possible. Um, and I guess the other risk would be if he does lose his spot when Jazz Devanga comes back. Again, it's it's not something I think is going to happen. I think he, he's won this spot, and I think because of his defense, I think it is a defensive selection. Um, so, yeah, I mean, for me, like, the worst case outside of injury for forward would be, you know, he averages, say, 35, makes 80, 90K in four weeks and then loses the spot, which wouldn't be the end of the world. And considering the upside, I don't know, I just, I just think he's worth the, the dice roll. And we've spoken about in the past how if you're going to take a risk, it needs to be round one. And I've got a lot of safe options in this team. At least I feel like they are. They probably won't be. I'll probably be feeling different next week. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait for the yeet list, mate. Hey, famous last yeah, words. 
I've got yeah, some absolutely. safe options, boys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah write that down. It's all positivity. It's all positivity before a ball's been kicked. Next week, it'll be tearing it apart. But um, That's how I was feeling but, about Junior Paulo and Kurt Mann last year, mate. It's wheels up. Ford's a little bit cheaper, though. I've got that luxury for me. Um, no, look, to, to me, I, I think if he's, let's say he's crap um, and I need to sell him in round three, there's probably going to be a cash cow I've missed that was, say, 250K um before round one, who's now at say three hundred k, I feel like that could be an easy pivot as well. So, yeah, I don't know. I just for for me, the upside is there, and I think he's worth the dice roll. Yeah, no, I'm I'm a proud uh, Warriors zero shares zero cares at the moment. Mm. <laughs> I suppose there's Wade Egan as well. Um, we think he might play eighty. No, nah, he's a dud, mate. But no, I'm um... just trying to tr- I'm just trying to trigger Belen here. This is yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. This is a brilliant trigger. Um, no, <laughs> is Belen even going to listen to it, mate? Oh, he will. Oh, no. As soon as he hears me trashing him, he'll probably just turn it off and, like, punch the radio in the car or something like that. <laughs> um, but, no, the big concern I have with Wade Egan is uh, that there's so many minutes in this forward pack, and I just think there's going to be the temptation to just go, oh, we'll just, you know, we'll slap Dylan Walker there for 10 minutes. Mm. That's the... The concern that I have, if Wade Egan is playing eighty minutes a week, he is a he is a fifty plus average player. There's, I, I have not, I'm not here to even argue that at all because I agree, and I'm the OG, I'm the original Wade Egan fan, the one, the one, the original member, I'm the founding member, but the one to rule them all. I just can't get on board with it, with the tough draw, and the bad, you know, questionably quality team and the, you know, the head made a mush and the, the the potential for, you know, him to play 70 minutes and be a 45 average mm-hmm. guy. I think he'll be, he's at a price where we'll be able to tell that he's an 80 minute guy or not. And mm. you might be able to decide to get him in at some point. I don't know if the bad draw really hurts him that much. Because I don't know how much he really relies on attacking stats. He'll he'll kick a little bit, but it's mostly just um, accumulating tackles, right? Uh, 46. Yeah, yeah, I guess it is. He averages 8.6 attacking stats a game, which is kind of high. Um, He actually is a pretty decent... Like I like Wade Egan. I think he's a great player. I, I, oh, like I hope. Yeah, he was I have, a, I have a dream. Year. I have a dream that Wade Egan is an 80-minute hooker. That's... Hmm. No, I'm here for it. We just want that unicorn, eh? We want to find that player that's 80 minutes that no one else has yeah. found yet. But he could be the next Reese Robson, 100. percent Easy, easy. So yeah, is he I a Queenslander? No, he's. Yeah, uh, I think he's a Penrith. Oh, Reese Robson isn't even a Queenslander. <laughs> no, he's not, mate. Neither yeah. of them are. <laughs> he should be. He's an honorary Queen- Queenslander. Queen, Queensland's uh, state of origin talents lie in the uh, back line and the the prop the middle forwards. That's the yeah. You know, we're on the we're on the Carrigan Cotter Jermaine Hopgood state of origin train this year. Let's go, Knights. Wheels up. All right. Um, yeah. So the Knights. This is another actually super fantasy relevant game there because I mean that's one, two, three, four, five options there as well. Um, then obviously the Knights have got Lockie Miller. He's one. You know he might average thirty five or he might average fifty. I don't know, but I'm not willing to to bet bet on the downside to find out. 
the big news here for the Knights, uh, actually, I guess two bits of big news. Uh, number one, full credit to Adam O'Brien for talking me out of Daniel Saifidi by naming the worst possible bench for him imaginable. <laughs> uh, so I'm re- you know, with the Adam Elliott, Jack Hetherington bench, with Kurt Mann at lock and Fitzy on the edge, that's more than enough for me to stay away from Dan Saifidi. So full credit to him for that. Uh, but, boys, Greg Marju, he's not named at all. Heimel Hunt mm. is named. He's not injured. Barry Tui on Twitter saying Heimel Hunt preferred to him. He's not injured. He's just not been named. And he hasn't been named in New South Wales Cup either. Mm, what is the shenanigans? So he's on the shit list. Some shenanigans on? here, yeah. 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 I don't know. Just don't like him, I guess. Maybe the uh, the old defense has caught him out again. No good on the defensive. Is that it? Yeah. Is that so, the problem? It, it, it could be. Uh, but, I mean, Heimel Hunt, 250K dual edge center. Uh, sorry, sorry, uh, dual center wing. Center wing, yeah. Um, you know, what do we do? We, how are we on the Tommy Teleau versus Heimel Hunt? Well, the risk there is because uh, Dane Gago has out with a hammy injury. Do we? I don't know if we know how long uh, that's going to leave him out. He's a legend like, next week. He's a legend. Yeah, well, does Tuala, yeah, does Tuala just move straight to the wing? No. No? No. Mm. So are you I'm in on Heimel Hunt? More of a no. winger, right? Uh, but... No. I, I think I, like, I just have a lot of faith that uh, Tommy Tillow is going to be better than Brent Naden, and so he's got two guys that he needs to get dropped first before he's out. Whereas, yeah, Heimel Hunt, I just think like a couple of bad performances here. I, You know what? You know, as much as we trash talk the Warriors a little bit, the Warriors looked really good in that trial against the Storm, and I can I can see him putting it on the Knights here. This is and, not a bad Knights team. Oh, it might be a bad Knights team. No, it, I, I it is know. a bad Knights team. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, but I think they could put. I, I think they could. You know, the Adam Pompey and Braden, Braden Willie Army in the centers could impose their will on the Knights here. That is quite um, frightening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I defy so, you no, to name it, a worse spec five than the Warriors. Oh, mate, no, weekend, we, we, no, we're not getting into those weeds. Um, what's Dom Young doing here? He should be over in the Roosters by now. Dom Young's so good. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, but in all seriousness, um, yeah, no, I'm not going to go near Heimel Hunt because I think Marju's going to – he looks so good in the trials. He was just skittling blokes on the kick returns. I can't believe he hasn't been named. Kalen Ponga, he's – you know, for some reason, still fantasy relevant, but he's not. Um, Jackson Hastings can't, you know, can't get on board there. Tyson Frizzell, Ryan, he's the only fantasy relevant knight uh, other than Lockie Miller for mine. Yeah, no, I agree. I've actually uh, I've boosted his ownership by about thirty five percent as well. It's it's gone <laughs> up from uh, from what like point nine percent when we did the podcast up to one point two because of my. I'm sure it was zero point seven. I'm sure it was zero point seven when we did. The podcast? No, nah, it was point yeah, nine. Look, it was point nine for sure. TikTok has just boosted his his ownership here. Yeah, yeah. Scott if you're not on the NRL Fantasy Amateurs TikTok, get around it. That's, That's some good, good quality content there. Yeah. Um. But um. No. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm going with the Frizzell Miller in my starting team, and I'm I'm staying away from everybody else. I think. Yep. Now in the next game here, uh, we got the Panthers up against the Broncos. Uh, we got some some dud mail from. Good friend of the show, Benji, on the uh, on the winger. Uh, so you know, Taruva, he's going to line up on the right wing and have Brian To'o on the left wing. 
interesting for Toto, but probably, you know, as we say, too many cheapies to, to have a look at. Uh, for the Panthers, we're really only interested in Nathan Cleary as the captaincy option. Uh, and then probably Luke Garner and Sonny Luke is the only other two fantasy relevant options here. So, boys, I have not had Luke Garner in my team for a long time. Have either of you finished with him in your team? Uh, I mean, for me, I'm, I'm tossing up um, because my last two spots, I'm either going Dory and Cam Murray with Dory as my 18th man or I'm uh, slotting in Cotter and Garner and sticking Cardi as my 18th man. So uh, I'm, I'm between those two options at the moment. I'm leaning towards the Murray-Dory option. Um so, which would mean no Garner. But look, again, I, I don't mind Garner. I think he's a, a fine option, but uh, he, he's more of those ones. If you need someone at the price point, you can slot him in. But uh, he's not someone I'm, you know, going out of my way to get in my side either. Mm, I do no. have Garner currently, um, but I yeah. think it's it's a bit like it's kind of just a price point thing for me. I think, um, but. Uh, I, yeah, it wouldn't take much to get him out of my side, I think, and that's what you blokes have been saying as well. It's I, I guess my concern here is Jamin Salmon just plays like 20 minutes on the edge and just ruins it. Because, mm. I mean, you got Sorensen, who is probably going to play all the minutes that Moses Leota doesn't play, and then Spencer Lenniu, who will probably play all the minutes that James Fish-Harris doesn't play. And I suppose then it becomes what you believe about the minutes for Isaiah Yo. Luke Garner, Mitch Kenny, and Sonny Luke, and you know Yo's whether it's 80, right? whether it's Yo seventy to seventy five with you know Kenny playing five to ten of that on average we're talking about, hmm. um, and then you know Kenny plays what half an hour and Luke plays fifty minutes, but maybe, um, hmm. yeah. I just I I just look at that team and I'm like that doesn't look like a Garner eighty minute team to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, if Ken, if Kenny plays fifty minutes at hooker and Luke plays thirty minutes at hooker, and Salmon plays some middle minutes and that's different, or Garner shifts to the middle for ten minutes or whatever, like maybe. But yeah, just I'm just not vibing it. Do you think it's like the 2021 special where they had like kick out capable martin all playing like oh, 60 minutes yeah, it was so yeah. punishing yeah well, well like martin should be playing 80 yes yep. which leaves it to garner not playing 80 if yo is playing 70 to 75 yeah. to 80. he actually didn't play 80 that often last year yeah but he should be hmm. he's not but you know is that just because he's a dud or like because they had kick out there who's just a weapon but like you know garner couldn't even Locked down a spot at the Tigers. I just don't know if Ivan uh, really likes eighty-minute edges, given that he's got such a big-minute forward pack, like in the middle. Mm. Yeah, exactly. But that mm. once again leads me away from Garner. Yeah. Plus, so you, yeah. I mean, you'd you'd think Garner's another strike in his column. If there's any injury in the back line, you assume Garner would be maybe the first one to move to centre, unless it's like say Salmon into the halves. That would probably be mm. the exception. But yeah, I think I'd take Ryan Sutton over. Luke Garner. Mm. Yeah. I'm three case short of something. Mm, I tend to agree Rip. as well, Mark. Yeah, I, I think we'll it's a price based we'll thing. Like yeah. Anyway, if you yeah, if you go, yeah, it's a price based thing. Um, you know, as these things are. Broncos. As per program, Payne Haas 
Pat Carrigan options if you thought they were or not if you didn't think that they were and nothing's really changed there? The people have been saved with Reese Walsh out round one. Another trap. Yeah. Yep. People have been saved by and don't don't um, get Walters or pay for for goodness sake. <laughs> it's the yeah. biggest trap of all time. Yeah, no, no bueno there, boys. Yeah. All right, Manly. Me, yeah, Manly. Tommy Turbo is back. He's going to play. Ryan's man, Crush Cooper Johns, is named in the six. Jake Turbo <laughs> moves to prop. Sean Kepi at lock. Aloyer is on the bench. Uh, Weeks has taken the 14 jersey, which is interesting and probably not that helpful to anybody. And, uh, I mean, fantasy-wise, nothing? Yeah, I don't think I'm going to have any Manly players to start round one. Um, No, I don't think you could. It's been a little bit of talk about Tuolangi just because he looked good in the trials, but, again, like, there's just... So many other options. I just it just feels like you're going looking for trouble here. Um, yeah, yeah I, I think they're mostly all avoids for the most part. I mean, Kepi is cheap, um, but he's also crap. He probably needs to play close to 50 minutes to have 10 points of value. I, I think it's cheap for a reason. Yeah, we've yeah, been I, down I, this I, road before. I think if if you're shopping in the Kalmatua Luggy price bracket, you probably just need to go to a Garner or a Sutton at that point. For less. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, more, Much more interesting over here on the Bulldogs. Hayes Perham gets the fullback jersey. He's going to be one that might make or break fantasy coaches this year in terms of the selection. Uh, I've gone off him after his, uh, you know, fairly unimpressive preseason. But, you know, it's it, it would – history would say that a 298K fullback is a silly decision to not buy. Um, so, you know, maybe we'll look silly, but boys, I think you're in the same, are you, are you on the Param trade? Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm on uh Param. I've had him for a while now, just again, the price point. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time a dog's fullback has, uh, not turned out to be <laughs> a, yeah, a good buy, like a, a Brad Abbey. Yeah, I was going to say Brad Abbey or... PTSD. <laughs> Yeah. Um, look, I still think there's, uh, I still think he should average in the 30s, though. Like his reserve grade stats, while inflated a little bit by attacking stats, uh, are still quite solid. Um, uh, yeah, I, I get, because he's priced at what, like, mm, like about 19, 20, something like that. Mm. So, yeah, the, the bar's quite low. Um, I guess the only concern, and we're probably going to touch on this with Matt Burton as well, is is all these forward injuries. Um, the, the dogs of cop, like the middle injuries. Like, how are they going to go um, in the middle? Are they just going to get steamrolled, and none of these guys have any space to actually work with? So therefore, they're all scoring poorly. Um, that said, Manly also doesn't really have a you know a dominating pack for the most part. But yeah, um, yeah. Well, I'm just I'll, I'm just I'll, looking at I'm just looking at the stats from last year. It seems like the worst fullback was Cody Ramsey last year at an average of thirty point five, um, and a hundred and finish starts this year one hundred and forty k more than what Perham starts the year at. So, I mean, that probably tells you that he's a buy in itself, just being at fullback, not at wing. Mm. Yeah, do you we'll think we're it? not only not looking at him because of the kind of glut of cheap wing fullbacks we've had last yes. year. Like any other year, he'd be like first in any of our teams. Like last year, we like Sean Russell was the only wing fullback that was cheap, mm. right? Um, yes, correct. So I think I think still do the process based on 
as if all of these cheap backs didn't exist. Um, because I mean, I, I, I've probably fell down that camp as well. I was weighing up Perham versus Thompson. Um, and I put Thompson in cause I, th- well, he's going to be the jewel. I, he gets jewel, I suppose. Um, but mm. Perham is, yeah, for all the reasons we've just said, probably a all buy. Right. It's just, can I, can I put something to you just to counter, counter argument? Do you know what Blake Taft's fullback average is not including goal kicking? <laughs> I, want, I, want I owned him last Taft. year, so yeah, I owned him as well. Twenty two point three. Yeah, it was shocking. Yeah. He was the, among the worst people to watch yeah. in the NRL last and year, and worse the, if you owned What's him. the difference between Param? That's one hundred and fifteen meters a game to forty mm. percent try scoring rate, average twenty two. And he kicked goals as well, right? <laughs> no, I took the goal kicking out. No, I yeah, know, I but that was there's twenty eight, including twenty eight in five. Point eight points a game in goal kicking. The goal kicking was the only thing that made him relevant. Uh, yeah, I mean the difference just, is Perham Perham's a, a better attacking player. Like his attacking stats in reserve grade would suggest he is. in reserve. Yeah. yeah, his attacking stats in reserve grade would suggest that. Um, but yeah, and Taft just like, he had involved, to, right? He he was just like um, a another six. He didn't really run the ball. Yeah, that essentially, well. essentially with of, Cody Walker there with Cody Walker. Yeah, like if you look off. at. If you look at Perham last year, he had seven games at fullback in reserve grade for a 42 average minus goal kicking. He had a couple of games where he goal kicked. Um, and he had 26 points a game in on average in attacking stats with only two tries. Um, a shit ton of try assists in there that, that drag it up. So like, I, I don't think there's any chance of, of hitting that, those numbers. But, I mean, if he could just hit half mm-hmm. of that, like, that's still a, a low 30s average. Yeah. No, I, I guess I'm just looking at my, like, Miller... Khan Pereira, Warbrick, Alamotti, Smith Shields trying to work out why I'd bother spending that extra fifty mm. K. That's where I'm sort I, of I guess, struggling at the moment. Yeah. yeah, I guess. I mean maybe Perham someone that ends up out of my team once Thompson gets dual, like if I need that little bit extra money, but I don't know. I, I just I, I look at Perham and I and I see a someone who's probably a little bit more reliable as a scorer than say Tommy Talao or Maybe Smith Shields. I'm not too sure what to expect from Smith Shields as a rookie center, but um, mm. yeah, even Khan Pereira as well as a rookie winger. Like he's he's going to have games where if he doesn't get a try, he's, he's not going to score too well. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. that's the that's the dicey role, I think. It is. Yeah. Would you rather have Purim or uh, Sloan? Oh, Perham. Yeah, Perham yeah. for me. But I don't know if I'd rather pay an extra forty-eight grand to have Perham, mm-hmm. uh, particularly if it means losing money. Out. Like I, my budget, like I got thirteen k in the bank at the moment. I don't have Perham, but I do have Sloan. So, like, if I was going to make that swap, I'd have to like make Tarpany into Ruben Cotter or something like that. And like, I'm not like that might be five points a week, and I'm not convinced that Perham's five points a week better than Sloan. Mm. So these are the sort of you know decisions that we're making at the moment. Um, yeah, it's a, I mean, there's a there's a lot of question margin. marks here. I really wish I could trust Jackson Hastings because that would make my life so much easier. Because <laughs> I could just yeet Matt Burton like into the sun, and you know go the even Sam Walker as well. Like I, I like I had thought about Sam Walker for a minute, which I guess we'll talk about uh, later on. Um, but just like, there's no, there's nobody trustworthy in the halves outside of Cleary and Adam Dewey. Mm. Who are my halves combination at the moment? (laughs) I mean, I mean, and, um, and Tanner Boyd, but 
yeah. you know, outside of that, it's a big, lots of questions. Um, but yeah, sticking with the Bulldogs, um, I had a, I had a hot minute where I looked at Reed Marnie today. Uh, but I, you know, I think obviously Farm Manu Brown could just push up. They got the four middle forward or four forward bench with, you know, Preston likely coming on and, and pushing Fatal Marrow to the middle, maybe. Uh, Ryan Sutton's interesting. Matt Burton. I guess, you know, so the big news today, it's actually just come out as we started recording that Luke Thompson's going to be out for six months. Uh, so he's going to miss the the better part of the NRL season, uh, which obviously has some interesting, I mean, it sucks for him, but it has some really interesting in- implications for fantasy. Uh, the first one of those is on uh, Ryan Sutton, who, you know, Ryan, you did a really early article on and you said, we needed him to be a 55-minute player. And I mean, really, either Sutton or Pangai is going to have to play 55 minutes a game at least. Um, and not to mention that um, uh, Pangai is out for the first four weeks as well. Uh, and, yeah, the, the, I mean, it's, it looks like it's uh, wheels up for Sutton, but, you know, it's mm. he's kind of really awkward in terms of our, you know, guns and cows, no, you know, you know, we've been trying to avoid mid ranges where possible, and and you know, it's it's a hard it's a hard thing to manage there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, again, like he's sort of in the Ghana bracket. Like, do you need someone at that prize point? Like, if you've got one spot left and you've got, you know, say five hundred k in your bank, maybe here's the guy you go for. Because yeah, I could quite easily see him averaging mid forties from here. Um, I, I guess the only worry is that the dogs are carrying a four forward bench. It's just that. Those four forwards, for the most part, are all rookies. Um, like Tanner, Preston, even Pele, for the most part, are fairly inexperienced. Corey Waddell is the most experienced forward here. And, I mean, he's he's nothing really to, to scare you off, I don't think. So, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I guess the wild card as well is for Manu Brown playing 13, who we, I guess we need to touch on as well. Like, is he going to be like the Jackson Hastings of this team and play big minutes in that role or yeah like how does this shake out it's just really hard to know how this dog's rotation is going to look well i mean to me i see pele and tanner playing 40 minutes maybe between them okay and then i see like preston coming on first interchange for farmanu brown <laughs> and pushing fatal mariner to lock okay interesting and and preston plays like 60 minutes off the bench that's you know what I'm seeing. It would not shock me if game day we see a swap. Preston's the edge back rower, Fatal Mariners lock, and Farman rounds on the bench. Mm. Would you get him in that situation? Who? Preston. Oh, he's in my team now. Mm. Oh, oh. Yeah, he's in my team now. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and the other question is, with all these injuries, why the hell is Andrew Davy not getting a run? Oh, he's injured. <laughs> He's in number twenty-one. Oh, he's, no, he, he's back. He's back. He's sorry. He was. He, he had a head knot, um, but he's back. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if we see a Davy or something, because Phil Gould has been just absolutely rave, waxing lyrical about Preston in the preseason. I wonder if they go. You know what? We just need to give this bloke a chance and, and push Ray to the middle. Um, I mean, they're an injury away from you know God knows what's going on here. So. Uh, this Bulldogs team worries me. And the, I mean, the big flow on effect of that is Matt Burton, who is in 15.4% of teams and has been in my team basically since the game opened. Um, and I'm now looking at him with mistrustful eyes. Like, uh, you know, <laughs> when you get home after a night out with the boys and 
you know, you got the smell of perfume on your neck and you're, and your missus is looking at you like, what have you been doing? And, you know, you, you just brushed up against somebody. Matt Burton hasn't done anything wrong. He's just a victim of the uh, <laughs> the circumstances around him. And he's going, what are you talking about? But and me, I'm looking at him going, you know, Maddie, I don't trust you, mate. Uh, I'm just, you're looking at me with your nice, you know, your blonde hair and your blue eyes. And I'm just going, mate, I just want to like yeet you into the sun now because, you know, because I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Caught Burton in the shower. <laughs> Wasn't me. Yeah, it just, there's not a lot of trust happening here. So, it's, it, was Luke Thompson really moving the needle for you, though? It's kind of like the, the combination of losing Pangai and Thompson. Yes, so. that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. I it's can the take depth. one or the other, but not both. Yeah. And I'm yeah, now yeah, looking yeah. at a bench with who the hell is Bra- is Jaden Tanner? That sounds like a that sounds like a a Bond villain from like a 2023 James Bond movie. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, a does. 80s and 80s cop uh, like TV show. Jaden yeah. Tanner. Tanner and Preston. Jaden Tanner. <laughs> the Rock is yeah. Jaden Tanner. Yeah. <laughs> he's wearing his like all khaki colored outfit that he wears when he's roaming through the jungle. Big old chain. It's in like five different movies where the Rock's wearing the exact same outfit. Anyway, we guys, we're <laughs> we going too, up, too far off track here. We don't have time for this. This is going to be a long podcast. So, anyway, Matt Burton, what? Yeah, you know, are we on? We're still on. We're not on. Uh, I've jumped off just because of um, all the cheapies that have popped up with team lists. Just so I had some little bit of extra money left over. So I've gone Burton up to Dewey. If I needed uh, that fifty k, I'd probably still stick with Burton. But a sort of similar, uh, you know, echo similar concerns with you just in terms of this forward pack. Oh, how much space are they going to have to work with? Um, yeah, it's it's interesting. Like, I, I still think Burton's going to be an elite halfback at some stage, but maybe they're just a little bit slow starting. Um, and and it, again, like, there are a lot of new pieces to this spine. So maybe it does take a little bit of time to gel. Like, you know, Perham and Marnie still need to really click with this spine. Hmm. Mm. Yes. Suspect. Very suspect. Mm. Um, also, uh, Paul Alamotti somehow ended up in 40% of teams as well. Good job, everyone. Great. No yeah. one missed him. Ah, good job. Lost 60%. I'm sure he was like 20% not that long ago. So, yeah, good job. All right, boys, we get to the Cowboys, the, the mighty Cowboys juggernaut. No, we can't call them the juggernaut. The Cowboys duds until proven otherwise now. Um, we see a very similar-looking team, very familiar team list. Cohen Hess is going to take the edge spot until we get the Lukey and or Luciano back. Um, Kachevsky's out for a week. Now, just, you know, blanket, you know, we get a lot of questions about do you still trust Robson with Jake Granville on the bench? We knew all preseason that Jake Granville was going to be on the bench, guys. He's not there to play hooker. He's there in case Robson gets injured, and he's there because he's a gun fullback. That's that's he it. He can play any position, 1 to 13. Yeah, he can actually play. He's played on the edge. He's played middle. Uh, he's played center. Yeah, he's, he's he is, for all intents and purposes, he is Hamaso. That's, you know, don't see Jake Granville and go, you know, state of origin. Yeah. uh, Queensland hero, 
Uh, no, he didn't play State of Origin, did he? Um, but uh, Brent, yeah, grand Brent final, final 2025, 2015 grand final hero, Jake Granville. Uh, that's not what you're seeing there. The big question for me is, is Cohen has play 80 or do we see a Tomalolo or uh, Cotter, you know, spending a little bit of time out on the edge? Just yeah, yeah, Cotter could go out there and have a breather for 15 minutes. Mm. Yeah, my, my gut feel says no. My gut feel says that no, Kess is not an 80-minute edge. Um, I, I, f- I feel like we could even see Griffin Neem there for 15 minutes as well. Um, just really depends which way... Uh, um, Todd Payton wants to go with it. But, yeah, I mean, for me, Cohen has sort of seems like he's going to play the bulk of the edge minutes, but I just can't see him playing 80. I just don't think he's that player anymore. And I, um, and, and with this bench as well, I don't think they need him to play 80. Like, there's there's plenty of minutes there. Um, yeah. Yeah, and there's also so many good options. Um, Rob, I need you to do me a favour, though, mate. Mm. Can you can you tell me how to pronounce this dude's name in number 2022? <laughs> Oof. Give me a moment. Kulikifu Finif. Oh, he did it on the. He did it on the pronunciation video. Is it Finefuniaki? Finefuniaki. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Finefuniaki. Yep. Love that. Well love that for us. Yeah, and I love him. Um, Kulikifu. I've been a fan since way back for Kulikifu. Uh, but um, no, I think I think uh, Ruben Cotter is probably the big story here for the Cowboys and and Reese Robson. Reese Robson, Ruben Cotter, wheels up. If you want them, grab them. If you don't want them, don't grab them. Is that it? Yeah, yeah. Robson's not going to yeah. play Origin. Barring injury. Yeah, without injury, kind of needs two and injuries, no though, doesn't it? Oh, I guess. No, Coruscant I think he just or, needs one. Yeah, Coruscant I think just or, one um, gets him in. Or Cook. Yeah, okay. maybe two. They don't need to play two hookers. I mean, it, just because it works for the mighty Queensland superstars doesn't mean it's going to work for the New South Wales grass munchers. Yeah, Jordan McLean's <laughs> origin origin star, right? So, oh mate, nah. <laughs> they were just like, no. oh, wh- why can't we have a why can't we have a um, cowboy in our team? We really want one. It's <laughs> so good. Oh mate, they should have. <laughs> they picked the wrong one. Didn't pick the right one. <laughs> They're gonna have Scotty drink water. What's yeah. going on? Could have had Reese Robinson. That's ridiculous. James who? James who, mate? Um, all right, and then the Could Raiders. Have Chad Townsend. Oh, mate, he should have been a. Sta- if if Chad Townsend was a Queenslander, he would have played ten Origins by now. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, no doubt. And he have like a seventy percent win rate as well. Boys, stop distracting me. The Raiders. Sebastian yes. Chris is going to play fullback. Harley Smith Shields is going to play center. Uh, both of those things are, you know, I mean, Sebastian Chris isn't relevant for fantasy at fullback. Harley Smith Shields, love him. He's going to be in the team. Um, the forward pack is where it gets interesting. Uh, so we see neither Horsburgh nor Emre Gula starting. Uh, and and Josh Papali'i's out. We're going to see Pasami Solo at prop and Corey Harawira Naira at lock. I think this is the stuff dreams are made of. Well, for me as a Cowboys fan, it is anyway. Um, I'm a big fan of this. I think it's going to be the Joseph Tarpanay show in round one for the Raiders. Uh, and, boys, it's wheels up for Joseph Tarpanay. Rob, is he going to be the number one mid this year? Is he going to overtake Cam Murray? Overall points, yes, because he doesn't play Origin. So, yeah. I'm going to say yes, and, but uh, but I just think I think he'll. Uh, 
I think Murray will probably have a better average though. What what do you see? What do you see for Carpenter? What's his future? I just think what is it? Is it sixty plus? Is that where he's I don't going? Know if he needs sixty plus minutes, I I see it's no no points. Oh, I don't care yeah, about yeah, him yeah, minutes. Right, right, right. I just want to know what he's going to score. No, nah, I think it's probably high f- mid to high fifties. Um, but his just PPM is so good, and he can kind of do it. And he's just so efficient in how he scores points. Um, he doesn't need to play mm. the big minutes that Murray needs to to get the big score. Um, I think that's kind of where I see it. Um, just PPM God. And I, th- I really do think he's the best prop in the NRL. Just, he's so good to watch. Ryan, Ryan, mm. did you find it weird how he, like those comments that he made about like the difference between prop and lock and how he specifically wanted to be named prop? Um, no, I don't think so, to be honest. Uh, it seems to make sense, given the way the lock role is going in the NRL, um, in terms of, like, it's it's more of a ball-playing role, and he doesn't want to be that guy. Like, even you look at Tamalolo last year, mm-hmm. he was doing a lot of a lot more ball-playing than what he had done in previous years. He was doing a lot of that out-the-back stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tarpany, I, I, like, I think he's much better if he's taken a hit after using his um, energy to bump blokes off and throw offloads. I think there's other guys who could play that role. Um, it, it makes me wonder if Whitehead is actually going to play Locke and Harawira and I are yep. going to be on an edge. But, um, yeah, no, look, I, I think it's probably a – I think it's possibly a better thing for him that he's playing prop and not having to worry about that ball playing. Aspect yeah, I agree. Of it. Yeah. Yeah, no. Nah. Run hard, tackle hard, son. Uh, Tarpany averaged – 63.4 points in games where he played at least 50 minutes of prop last year. Yes. That is a lot of points. He's just I so good it. to watch as well if he's in your team. I'm not taking him out. Yeah. I'm not taking him out. Don't let him take me out. Don't let me take him out of my team. No, no one's going to let you, mate. I thought about <laughs> yeah. it. I, I saw, I I thought saw about it the feeder floating around in your team earlier, mate. Yeah, I want both of them. We'll get there. I want the upside we'll team. If Peter didn't have a buy, like a double, like – Round six and round 13 or whatever he is, five and 13, he'd be in my team, 100%. I'm ready. This is a double buy saving me. Uh, thing, I, said, I think that's it. I'm only really interested in Tarpanay and Harley Smith-Shields from the Raiders. Yeah, don't don't touch Solo. Solo seems like a trap. Yeah. yeah. It may be that he's in the Dynamis Louie role. Yeah. And Josh 20 minutes, come off, never come back. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Sharkies, boring. Yeah, we don't even get Heinz. No we fantasy options about, whatsoever. Yeah, we should probably talk about Teague Wilton. Though. A lot of teams have him. No, nah, he's irrelevant. I'm not talking about him. Not that many teams, though. You can talk about him if you want. Well, I mean, he's, I don't, uh, he is a pod in terms of the overall fantasy, but I've seen a lot of people in our circles running with, uh, with Wilton. Um, I guess, I mean, our conclusion on Wilton was he's a – Good buy if he's playing 80, but if you look at the Sharks bench, I just don't see any way he can play 80. Like you've got Jack Williams, Ken McInnes, Wade Graham, and Oregon Confuci there to go with what Toby Rudolph, uh, Dale Fanuk, and Hamlin Ueli. Like that's a lot of minutes there. Uh, and Nakor is typically an 80 minute edge. I, I think it's pretty likely that Wilton's a 60 minute player in this side. So yeah, I'm staying away. Yeah, yeah, he was he was good. I agree. Last year when he started and played 80, I think that's the. That's the long and short of it, isn't it? And yes. Yeah. There were games where he came off the bench and wasn't as effective, but there were also games where he played like 60, 66, 64 minutes and 
also wasn't as good. He definitely needs those 80, those 80 minutes. So, yeah, I think it's almost worth taking a couple of weeks on, right? Wednesday by. Yeah. Now, all, I, no, I, I, I think we've we've got a bit of an interesting. So, I, I, I've, you know this uh, the the chat, the fantasy, the chat thing that's happening in our group. So, Facebook's introduced this new feature where you can have like a group chat for like league members, and people will just join and start talking in there. It's it's off the chain. If you want to like talk about fantasy twenty four seven, this is the group chat for you because mate, it does not stop. And the people in there just have not given me a break. This is the, the number one hot topic is how much of an idiot I am because I think Wilton's a dud. <laughs> like that's been all day. They've been up, they've been so far up me. They, they're eating the pasta baker I had for lunch today. That's how far they've been <laughs> up me about it. And I just like, yeah, it's, it's, you know, they're trying to tell me that Wilton's a better edge back rower than Nakora, like for footy. Like not not fantasy, like actual footy wise, and would not accept that Nakora plays as a starting back rower for the number one ranked international team. Um, <laughs> just didn't want a bar of it. There's no interest whatsoever in anything I have to say about Nakora and 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 Teague Wilton. And apparently, I'm the only person that doesn't like Teague Wilton. So, <laughs> thank you for backing me up, so boys. His, I appreciate his it. Back row starts. Just not even limiting minute filtering minutes. Uh, he averaged seventy five minutes for forty nine points last year. Yeah. And what? But how many of those games did Wade Graham play? And how many did like Braden Trindle play? Yeah, that's a good point. Because that that's important. Um, but also then, like you know, they had Fanukin had a couple of head knocks, but I mean, he's still there and he still has a head made of marshmallows. Um. And, you know, they had a number of injuries. Baden Hamlin-Ueli had a few injuries. McInnes is going to play, you know, he wound up towards the end of the year. They got a four-forward bench, including Wade Graham. I just can't see him playing 80 minutes. He played two 80-minute games with Wade Graham last year. Did Nakora play those games? It's going to be – hold on. I'll come back to you. Come on, mate. Sort it out. Yeah, I just don't trust it. I'm happy to be wrong on it. I'm happy to be wrong. If he if if Teague Wilton is a jet edge back row and I look silly, I'll be fine with it. Uh, so Nakora did not play in one of them. Mm. In round eighteen, uh, Wade Graham was the other edge, and Wilton was on the right edge. Mm. And round nine, the other eighty minute game he played did have Nakora. Uh, did have Nakora. Yeah, but. Did, was there but, like a HIA or someone got injured around nine? Yeah, Will Kennedy played. Will Kennedy got uh, sent off. I think that was. I love that. That was a, he played seventeen minutes yeah, in that game. So he, yeah. Oh yeah, Will Kennedy sent off against yeah. the Warriors. I don't even remember that game. And Jesse Ramian looks like he got sinbinned as well. Yeah, that was a hundred and thirty point game from Hines. Mm. Oh. Yeah. So they got. Aiden Tolman, 28 minutes. Andrew Fafita, 13 minutes. Wade Graham, 29 minutes. First game back off injury, maybe? Yes. So that might be that might have something to do with it. And Treby Rudolph only played 33 minutes in that game as well. Mm. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened there, but was that the only two 80-minute games? Mm-hmm. With was Wade, it, it yeah, was, yeah. Yep. Yep. There you go. Yeah, I think this is good, it's good analysis. So, 
Yeah, no. I think he's going to play 65 to 70 minutes a game a week, and he's going to average like 43. That's my Wilton thoughts. I tend to agree. Yeah, thanks, mate. Can you tell the? Can you jump in this group chat and tell everybody it's it's not just me? No, I'll tell they're them you're all an they're idiot. They're really mad at me. They're really mad at me. Actually, that'd be funny. Just going there. Mark's an idiot. Wilton's the best. Oh, such an just idiot. Just leave, just leave. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. The Rabbitohs look similar to how we expected them to look one to thirteen, but then the bench is just a bit question marks here. Black Taff is the you know, dude for covering injuries, utility. And then they got Chikam, Moali, and Mitchell, if you've ever seen a less inspiring three-man bench. Yeah. Yeah. It, it sort of seems like Chikam might be in the Jacob Host role here, maybe playing like 50 minutes in the second row. Yep. Jairo playing 30 and 30, I'd assume. Um, it, it looks good for Cam Murray, though, doesn't yeah. it? It's, it seems like he's got to be playing at least 60 here. At least 70. Yeah. I think it's, a st- I think it's yeah. 70. Yeah, I agree. Shaq Mitchell does yeah, not play 70 a lot of minutes. to 80, yep. No, I think it's 20 for Mitchell, 30 for Moali and Cheekham, you know. Yeah, it's – it's. <clears throat> I mean, I think it's probably 50 for Totola splitting with Moali and then Tom mm-hmm. Burgess, Mitchell are going to probably play 70 between them and then the other 10 will be played by Arrow in the middle plus Murray's 10 minutes and then – yeah, it's uh, yeah. It, I mean, it could be. Yeah, I think it's seventy minutes for Murray. I love it. Wheels up. Wheels up. Let's go. Uh, outside of that, I mean, we'd, we're probably just going to stay away from everybody on the bench, aren't we? The bench. Oh, yeah. yeah, Isaac Thompson's probably. Yeah, one. Isaac Thompson. Yeah, Milne's background too. That's yeah. the only. Oh, yeah. That's the only thing. But um, question. I got no worry. Neither about do Milne. I. No worry about Milne. Do I. Milne sucks. Isaac Thompson is much better. Is the future. <laughs> I like that the write-up says winger Tane Milne has one game serve suspension. Isaac Thompson set to take his place. <laughs> That's what it says. No. <clears throat> I'm not sure if I'm going to go with Thompson. Eh? I'm not sure. Yeah, I like it. It's a good job. Uh, I, 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 yeah, I didn't have it's him in my pride. side prior to uh, team lists, but I just yeah, I, I just had money free, so I just moved guys up. To, to get him yeah. in, I, I just think he's like a weird price option. point. You know, mm. like Tamari Martin, Thompson, Chance, Hammer. Like I've just basically ignored everybody in that bracket, mm. and they're like two fifty k or um, good, like Lachlan yeah. Miller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, Hammer. Um, you know, that was a hot minute when he was fantasy relevant. So glad that's not the case anymore. Uh, <laughs> the the uh, the breaking news for the Dolphins. Katoa named at six yes. and much more interesting because, I mean, everybody's going to have Katoa. Jared Wallace named at prop. Hey. Legit. Hey. The big fella. Who the knew? big fella. Who knew? Who knew the 33-year-old Mark Nichols wasn't going to be playing big minutes at prop? Is Mark oh, Nichols the oldest I player just... in the NRL? Oh, I'd have to be close. I was wondering about this. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. How old's Cherry Evans? Oh, he'd be about the same daily. He's 34. Jerry Evans is 34. Yep. Josh Hudson? Jerry Evans, 34. Nichols is 33. Yeah. I'm going to Google this. I'm going to find out. I'm going to find out. You boys I think he's talking. up there. I think he's up there, right. though. I'm going to find a hot 
I'm going to hop player. I'm going to tell you, I reckon, who's the oldest. Yeah. I've got another one who's the same age as DCE. Ooh. Also, okay, so the oldest is James Tyler. Oh, good one. That's the number. That's the guy whose name I'm looking at yeah, right lovely. now. Yeah. <laughs> You wouldn't uh, believe it, but I'm looking at James Tamu's beautiful face. He's got a good smile, eh? <laughs> so there, there's four blokes who are 34 years old, James, and two of them are for the Cowboys, James Tamu, Jake Granville, and then you've got uh, Warrior Hargraves and DCE. Yep, love that. Yeah. Now, James Tamu, December 1998. 1988, sorry, I lied. Uh, yeah, no. Nah. So in short, Mark Nichols, 35 to 40 minutes, Jared Wallace, 40 to 45 minutes, I think. Um, Nichols, all... Nichols isn't even the oldest prop at, at the Dolphins. <laughs> is it Bromwich? Yeah, Jesse, Jesse Bromwich, Bromwich is uh, 250 days older. Yeah, love that. Yeah, it's a, it's a village, yeah. eh? Dad's it's a village up in Redcliffe. Is, is, are the Dolphins the average age oldest team in the NRL? Oh, the Raiders are, are pretty high up. I mean, they've got... Elliot Whitehead and Rapano were both 33. Yes, they've got Katoa dragging them down, oh. eh? And he's yeah. yeah. the yeah. And, and Hamiso. And Hamiso yeah. as well. But yeah. their forwards must nah, be. So, oldest. anyway, boys, fantasy relevancy wise, yeah. uh, I'm very happy being on the zero dolphin, zero shares, zero cares train, aside from Katoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Katoa robust. Yeah. yeah. Love How that. many minutes right. do you think Ray Stone um, is going to play, just out of interest? 30. Yeah, 30. I think so too. Yeah, 35. Leave no, it out. And he's a bust. Leave it out. He's going to average like 21. He's, you know, he's not what you want. No bueno. Um, <clears throat> the Roosters, uh, I love that they added uh, Joseph Suali's uh, middle name to this just to make him look even more exciting. He, he said it uh, in the pronunciation uh, is how you say his name. So I wonder if it's going to be a kind of thing in the future. Akuso? Yeah. Is it Akuso? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even listen to that video, mate. I I got a. I just. I think I've just got a knack for pronunciation of names. Mm. I think it's probably what it you is. do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's it's a um, by the way. Is yeah. it? Oh no, that's no, no. That's not how they say it in Townsville. Mate. <laughs> you got to pronounce the vowels a little bit longer. A lot of Tadeo in um, Townsville, I imagine. Mm. Uh, the Roosters for a team that is looking like the premiership heavyweights. It's not a very inspiring looking 14, 15, 16, 17 boys. Wow. Uh, mm. But I, I have to wonder about Matt Lodge. Yes. What are you wondering? At the price for given what this team looks like. Yeah, I mean, Jared Warrior Hargreaves is coming back at some point, allegedly. Terrell May is another one. He's, you know, he was just an absolute PPM monster in the trials. Like, is he going to play 30 minutes, 35 minutes off the bench and, and be relevant? What's going on here? Um, Brandon Smith's obviously the only one that I'm really fantasy relevant in, uh, uh, that I'm really interested in on this team. I know everybody's just knuckle deep in Egan Butcher, but, I mean, I can't get there, boys. I need someone to talk me into this because I, you know, I, I've, I haven't understood the Egan Butcher hype the entire time, and I, and I, I, I haven't heard anything convincing yet. What's your reservation on him? What, what's uh, what's keeping you out? His reserve grade stats suck. Okay, um, uh, for mine, when I'm pricing him, I, I think you've got to take the full picture of who Egan Butcher is as a player into account. So, like, if you were to just look at his. Um, 
back row reserve grade stats, right? I think there's a there's a very small sample. There's only seven games there. Two of those were from 2019 when he was like 18 years old as well. So I, I basically took those games out entirely, which leaves you with five game, a five-game sample um, of his back row stats where he averaged 44 in 80 minutes. Um, if you just if you look at his first grade stats, it's a little bit better. Um, but the, the takeaway, the biggest takeaway I took from Egan Butcher is that he is a base, um, a bit of a base monster, and that's all you're going to get out of him. His attacking stats are barely in front of his negatives, so you're really relying on his base being high. Um, I, I'm somewhat with you. I think he's not the worst option. Um, I think he can average in the mid-40s to potentially high-40s if he gets some decent attacking play but i think for him to be pushing into the 50s into the you know high 40s low 50s he's really going to need um you know something like a try or something because like even if you're looking at those five games from reserve grade where he averaged 44 and 80 minutes he had no tries so uh, even just by being on the field just by uh virtue of being on the field on an edge for 80 minutes he's going to score a couple tries so I think mm. you can probably add something in there, bump that up. He's probably looking at a 46 average um, based on that. So, yeah, look, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at him somewhere between the 45 to 48 range that is where I've landed on Egan. I guess I just wonder at that point, should you not just buy Luke Garner for 80K less? Well, I guess the difference is, you know, Egan's very likely to play 80 in this current side. And Egan's got yeah. no one knocking down the door either. If he's like, I guess it's... Aside from Siwa Wong. Wong. Yeah, yeah, but... It's not like Garner, Scott. I feel like Garner and Hosking are pretty close. Um, also, could we not just see like Fletcher Baker play like 20 minutes there? No. And Radley just plays like 70 minutes a game? I think that's pretty unlikely. It, I think, I think so both Butchers are going to play 80 in this side. They also have Dolphins Warriors first two rounds as well, which is just quite a nice Yeah, duo. and that... That was the thing that tipped me back into like 100%, like not even considering not having Brandon yeah. Smith. Hmm. But, I mean, the thing yeah. is, like Egan's priced at what, like 39? 39. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So it's it's touch and go whether there's 10 points of value there. And I don't know if he if he can be a keeper, like pushing into that 50s range. So, yeah, it's, it's an awkward one. And I, I think there's probably better options. I don't hate him, but... Um, yeah, I, I think, I'd, again, I'm with you. I'd probably maybe rather go down to a Brian Sutton, something like that. There's a stack of other edge options available, but he's not the worst. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just, I, yeah, just, I can't, can't get it at the price point for the value is, I guess, is where I'm, get, where I'm coming unstuck with him. Um, so, yeah, I've only really considered Brendan Smith in this team. I mean, I find myself now looking at Sam Walker, uh, but, you know, the concern that I have for Sam Walker is the same concern I have for Matt Burton, which is what happens when Collins, Lodge, and Radley go off the field and we're stuck with Nafahu White and did you like that? Very, Rob? very is that good. good. Yeah, yeah. And Terrell May. Um, <laughs> what what happens at that point? Mm. But, I mean, I, Terrell May looks like he's good, so maybe, maybe I'm just worrying for nothing. Burton's just such a bigger body as well, though. You know, mm. like it's, it's, it's just better at busting tackles and not missing them. Yeah. Um, but he's also, what, 60K, 70K more expensive. Mm, yeah. And but in he's a more likely to be a keeper, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. Well, look, I'm, I'm not, I mean, I'm not here to, I've just, I find myself looking at that where I, I wasn't considering it earlier, but with, you know, concerns with Burton, concerns with Hastings, Dewey's too expensive for me in what I'm trying to do. 
you know, I'm now looking at Walker going, but I, but two buys and, you know, maybe he's going to displace old man DCE this year. Who knows? Maybe this is the year. No, it won't be the year. But, um, yeah, no. I think I'm just going to go with uh, Brandon Smith or Bust here, boys. Yeah, no, I agree. Yep. Tigers, very tough team list to sort of dissect here. It's kind of what we thought it was going to be in the backs. Uh, the forwards, Stefano named prop, no John Bateman, no Matamua. Uh, they've persisted with Alex Twal. They've got Kapoa named on the bench. Um Questions in terms of what this is going to look like, uh, you know, long-term. I think all we really know for sure is that I guess Adam Dewey's a good player. Um, mm. Stefano's one that's really hard to read for me because, I mean, like, you know, I, I feel like I wonder if maybe we've got take lock and we're just, you know, fixated on him not being a buy. Um, Rob, I haven't heard from you in a little while, mate. What's your thoughts on Stefano? Yeah, I've got I've got Stefano in draft, so I've got a few shares in him. So I'm really interested to see how he goes. Him starting is quite good, I think, for his looking at that bench, which is a hooker and an outside back, and then twelve. I guess mm. twelve we know can play relatively big minutes. Um, Polar isn't a massive minute guy, um, but what do we think minutes wise from Stefano? Like forty. And as people, I, know. Know. I think 40 to 45. It's like 0.9, like a little bit less than 0.9. So maybe like, I don't know, 35-ish average. So maybe. I think he needs 45 minutes to come into buy consideration. Yeah. And there's just, I don't know, there's just, there's a lot of big guys who can play big minutes here between like Joe O, Clemmer, um, and Twal, there's also the possibility that Simpkin plays a little bit of lock as well, like that ball-roving role. Um, and with Bateman coming back, Bateman could chew up all those minutes if he's in the middle as well. But Yeah, if he was like 50K cheaper, I'd be much more interested. But he's just at a price where it's just really awkward and you don't know what his role is going to be. You're not, you can't be entirely sure where um, Bateman's going to fit in yeah. we if you're to believe isaiah Papali'i, it's going to be on the right edge but i mean who knows he might not even have a clue um yeah i think he's the other hard part with stefano is we we're using a 27 percent try scoring rate in his sample size which mm. is you know we're looking at like 35 plus minute front row starts He's got 11 games and an average of 48 in 52 minutes, which is a 0.93 PPM, but with a 27% try scoring rate, which you know, obviously we can't put down as reliable. You know, normally that would be one try, not three, and that might bring that down to a 0.8 to 40 minutes. That's only, what, 30 points or something like that? 31, 32, and he's – is that right? Yeah, that's not enough. Yeah, not enough. So he really needs to be playing like 50 uh, – quick. I don't think there's going to um, be any situation where he's playing 50 minutes. No, he might. He might this just, week. You know, but yeah, when they're full strength, Joe O I can't see it. So many minutes as well. Last year, he was like the only big minute forward. Well, I, I think the question is right. Okay, so look at these three middle, or look at this starting forward pack. Looking at this forward pack, who would you say is the first forward off the field? Stefano. Yeah, that's that's my problem. And then when does he? Who yeah, does he get back on for? And, <laughs> yeah. Kapoa. <laughs> no, yeah, like I don't know. Question, there's question marks. There's lots of question marks. 
So, yeah, I, I, like, I mean, Clemmer and Joe O really should be playing at least 55 minutes a game each. And Plappley should be pl- – if they're not using him 80, it's malpractice, but they probably won't. Um, and Sean Bloor is, is good as well and, and got raps as well. So, I mean, they could get 40 good minutes out of Stefano at a 0.8 PPM, which is give him a 32 average, which is just not enough. So, mm. yeah, no thanks. Um, uh, yeah. Should probably talk about Sean Bloor, shouldn't we? A lot, of, yeah. a lot of teams are going to be tempted by him. Yeah, I was. Still kind of am. Still kind of am? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm not going to buy him, but I, I like it doesn't stop me being tempted. Yeah. So. I, I just prefer the uh, both eels edges to him. I just, yeah. I don't know. Just I've got that quote of uh, Isaiah Papali'i wrangling around in my head of, like, of him getting to pick which edge he wants to play um, and picking left so Bateman can play right. Um Mm. Yeah, it's it's just really scaring me off there. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it's probably easier just to pick one of the other nine thousand two hundred fifty k guys and and not give yourself yeah. the headache. Um, for the Titans, Alofiana Khan Pereira, he's in your team. Whether he's at wing fullback or in the emergencies, who who knows? But put him in there. Uh, outside of that, uh, it's really just buying Captain David Fafita, boys. <laughs> Rob, Rob, help! No, don't do it! Don't do it! Don't do it! Um, he's training the house down though, Ryan. So, <laughs> yeah, he's, oh, he's mate, put himself the... with his fitness. He's put himself in a, a position to succeed, Ryan. Fafita could be the narrative by the year because not only do you have training the house down, but you've got that like merging, like like Venus and you know, like Jupiter and Saturn colliding here. This is like training the house down meets contract Kieran year. It's, contract it's, for, and Kieran oh, Foran's at the club, Foran. man. He's going to unlock him. Oh. He's going to unlock him. Oh. And, he's not going to be playing I'd... the same side, but he's going to unlock him apparently. <laughs> Just Mate, the gold I know, cut and out I know balls, I know you don't need this, but he averaged 62 in games where he played 80 minutes last year, even without mm. PBL ball. Is he going to play 80 yeah, minutes? Yeah, we, we... Oh, probably. Maybe. Joe Stimson at 17. Yeah, he's a middle forward, mate. He's a gun Is middle he... forward. Okay. Yeah, him and Joe Chan. <laughs> okay. Don't. Don't. I think you've, um, you've right. overstepped Boys. on Tanner Boyd, who was like, just should be in everyone's team. Oh yeah, no. I've just I've glassed my eyes have glazed over him because he's he's just he's been in my team for like two months yeah. now. Yeah, I just forgot he but was. But if there. anyone needs any um, convincing, just, just put him in your team. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, just do it. Just trust me. We've never been wrong yet. We've never been wrong on a Titan Seven <laughs> yet. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Yes, we have. <laughs> I mean. Let's be honest. I mean, it's probably the position we've got the most wrong of every position. I mean, we've got it wrong <laughs> twice in a row, but that this is Three this times. is the year. Hey, Jamal Fogarty wasn't that bad. Fogarty wasn't that bad. <laughs> no, no, I, I think we got it wrong on on Toby Sexton three times. <laughs> oh, okay, right. We've got Fogarty. We, we had Fogarty the year Fogarty before. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Nah. All right. I think of all the positions in the NRL that we've been the most wrong on, Titans number seven is it. Yeah. So a lot so of people I just like that we've been predicting a Titan seven for three years in <laughs> yeah, a row. We've got an MO, I think. Yeah, love it. Wheels up, wheels up. All right, boys. Let's end of the questions. We're into the questions. We haven't gotten, you know, luckily we've sped through the the first bit with little delays, so we've got plenty of time for questions here now. Um, Ryan, who are you taking? Sean Bloor, Matt Dury, Bryce Cartwright can only pick one from Danny. Ooh, um, look, I'd put a line through Bloor. I think the job security of the other two is a lot better. Um, yeah, it probably depends how risky, how uh, how lucky you're feeling. Um, 
we've spoken about Cartwright and Dory. Cartwright's got the upside. I'm going to say Dory just for the safety, I think. Yeah. All right. Rob, Dom wants to know, Luke Thompson, six months out, is it wheels up on Sutton? Yep, I think so. I think if you're... If you need someone in that price bracket, um, he's got not a lot of competition and a path to get 50-plus minutes to make some fairly boring cash, but it's cash nonetheless. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I think it. he's all right. I think he's underrated. He's he's the new Josh Jackson. I yeah, love him. he could be. Ryan, big, big Trev, he wants to mm. know. What are your thoughts on Taruva? He's struggling to lock down his third wing fullback as Miller and Warbreak already. Ooh, yeah, um, I just think there's better options. Like, because he's already priced at 450k. Like, you haven't they haven't missed him. They they know who he is. Um, and like at that price, you're not that far off. Say a Garner or a Sutton, who I think is a much more comfortable path to averaging mid to high 40s versus uh, Taruva, who I I think is probably a uh, high 30s type of guy. Um, so, yeah, I'd rather just go cheap. There's just such a plethora of cheap options out there. Like even an Isaac Thompson, I think, could rival Taruva in terms of average. So once Thompson yeah. gets a dual position, I'd much rather him. Is Taruva playing on the left yeah. just or lo- the right? Right. We assume right, yeah. Yeah, not that we know anything about the Panthers' wingers. No, we don't. Um, Rob, is it wheels up for the Cardi Party in one word? Yeah. Uh, we just discussed Stefano. Um, yeah, in depth. So I guess we've given you our, we've given the thoughts on him. Uh, what are our thoughts on Sonny Luke for the Panthers with a light bench? Ryan, are you interested in Sonny Luke? Uh, I was a little bit interested because when I had my uh, when I was sending my screenshot of my 730k and I had uh, you know one too many cheapy, I wasn't sure which one to get rid of. It ended up being Sonny Luke that I got rid of just because. We don't know exactly what his role is going to be. So if he's, uh, so I thought the possibilities there that he could be, a, you know, a 50, 55 minute hooker there with um, Kenny starting and then moving into a lock role later on, which is certainly possible. But there's also, I think, an equal possibility that Luke is a, a Billy Walters type where he's playing like 25 off the bench um, and Kenny's like a 55 minute hooker. So for mine, I'd, I'd just rather take a look at Luke. Um, the Panthers have a buy in round three. So, like, let's say Luke plays 55 minutes the first two rounds. He's scored, say, 35. He, he'll still be about 300K come uh, round four. And I'm assuming you you might have someone who's peaked or been dropped or gotten injured or who's just not that good. He should be an easy pivot. So I'm in the camp of uh, just wait and see on Luke and grab him in round four if he, if he looks the goods. Yeah. No, agree. Uh Rob, does Pasami Solo present any value? I don't think so. I think we've talked just briefly about this, but it feels like he's going to be the kind of Gula. Was it Gula last year? The like starts but doesn't mm. play big minutes. And then when um, Josh Papaliti comes back, it kind of nerfs all his potential value, I think. So there might be value, but yep. it's risky and it's sticky. So don't do it. Yeah. It was Dynamis Louie for a little bit. Yeah, it's a sticky special, I think. Yep. Uh, Ryan, uh, Rooster Joe Kelly Keely. He's got an extra letter in there that shouldn't be there, I think. Um, He wants to know uh, when are they going to add the players that aren't listed in fantasy? Uh, usually it's on the Wednesday. Normally they update all the players that haven't, uh, that aren't in the game yet, and they also add in the dual position. So I'd expect that to come tomorrow. 
well, maybe today if you're listening, uh, if you're listening on Wednesday morning. Yeah, yeah, Wednesday before lunchtime should be should be up there. Uh, Rob, uh, if you were going to buy your meat from a butcher, would you buy it from Egan or Nat? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's so lovely. Um, oh, Egan just has such a sweet face and smile. I, I sent a photo around today. It's just, it's just, it's a good looking dude. Just, I, I'd buy it from him. I'd buy anything. I'd buy anything from him. But I don't think I'll start with him. You don't like, you don't like Nat. No, Nat's more like classically handsome. I would say, but. Egan is just like a, you know, it's just, it just feels like a larrikin. It feels like a kind of guy you want to yeah. be mate. I, I, don't, I don't think it was meant to be sexualized, mate. I think it was meant to be like if you were going to start with Nat Butcher or Egan Butcher, which one would you start oh, with? Well, but I'm glad you took it to that place. Yeah, well, I, mean, I'm, I'm, I took it literally. <laughs> um, I think I would prefer to, <laughs> I'd prefer to start with Egan. Um, but, yeah. Uh, Nat's jewel, okay. though. No, Egan, Egan, Egan. Egan. Okay. The answer is Egan. Ryan, the value edges, Ghana, Katoa, Liero, Egan Butcher, etc. Who are you prioritizing? Um, okay, so prioritizing. I think Katoa is number one just for the upside and um, for the price point as well. Um, I think he's got good. a... Oh, and Hopgood. Well, okay, well, in that case, Hopgood's number one. Hopgood's easily number one. Everyone's got to have him. Get him in. What's his ownership, actually? I'm good. 32%. Come on, guys. Get him in. Easy slam dunk. Um, Katoa, number two, I think. Um, Liera is fine, but I think I'd just rather go down to, like, a Cardi or a Dory or even a, a Ford. Um, uh, Egan, I just think, is priced a little bit out of it. Um, again, I, I think I'd rather go for Ghana over Egan just because the bar's lower. Um Anyone else I missed? Any other mid-range? I think, I think I've got it. Liero's meh. Um, he's fine if you need someone in that price bracket, but I'd rather go cheaper. Yeah, no, I think it's uh, Hopgood and Katoa and then uh, like a big gap to third, which could be a tier with Ghana and Liero in it and then Butcher last for me. Rob, uh, I guess we already know the answer to this question out of who do you prefer between Hopgood and Ghana? Or is it Hopgood? Oh, my God. Yep. No, mate. Uh, mate, if, if you check the TikTok comments, we we hate gun. We hate to hop. I think you said he was a dad, yeah. didn't you? Oh, mate. On TikTok? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. No, on Facebook, mate. Ryan, I remember. It was on Facebook. You said he was a dad. And um, uh, Rob, I'll give you a second hit up, mate. If you had to choose as your starting, like uh, on your scoring 17, Tamara Martin or Isaac Thompson? Thompson. I'm pretty uh, low on Tamari Martin for what? a for a Warriors fan. Yeah, I think it's just his his ceiling is non-existent. Yeah, too low. Ryan, last one. Um, does uh, I'll give you this is a two-parter. So, does Tyron wish it affect Harry Grant? Uh, a little bit, not much. Um, to the same extent, he affected Harry Grant last year. I think if uh, if the Storm. Uh, up or if they, maybe they're down by a lot, if they're up by a lot, I think it affects him then. If uh, it's just a case where Grant's still building match fitness and needs a little break, but I think for the most part, Grant's going to be 70 minutes most weeks. Um, you might occasionally get the 10-minute for five-minute spell, but I think for the most part, he's going to be 70 minutes. Yep. Uh, and who would you prefer to have in your starting team, Harry Grant or Joseph Tarpanay? Oh, I think Tarpanay, just for the no origin. You don't have to trade him. You don't have to worry about that. Uh, and I, he's cheaper as well. You're yeah. getting a, what, a 60K, 70, almost 
almost 70k less. So yeah, yeah. I think I think Tarpane. Yeah, Tarpane will play a whole extra game, and he's cheaper, and probably will average the same as Grant round one to 13. So yeah, I, I love that. And then Dury versus Cartwright is the, the last part of that question. It just depends on what your risk tolerance is like. If you're a slow and steady wins the race guy, it's Dury. If you're a hard and fast Cardi party, it's a Cardi party guy. But you can also get both. There's All right, a, there's a there's an argument to get yeah. both as well. I'll probably I'll probably I have both. So too. <laughs> All right, good friend of the show, Will, winner from last year, wants to know. Well, he says he's keen for the season ahead. He's got one million and eight thousand uh, dollars for two players. Okay. He wants to get Frizzell, but he doesn't want to miss Garner. So if he goes mm. for Garner, he's only got five hundred thirty k. Um. He has the usual suspects. So I guess the question is, is it Frizzell and a Cardi Dory type or Ghana and Sutton? Hmm. Oh, I think it's uh, – I think the upside is Frizzell and Cardi. I think that's the upside play compared to yep. the other two. Because, um, like, uh, say Ghana and, and Sutton, they seem more like a – what maybe forty five points versus like is every chance that um, Frizzell and Cardi are what like a hundred and five hundred points mm. something like that? Yeah, there could be like a 10, 15 point bump on the Frizzell Cardi side if all goes to plan. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's where the I'm flaws going. with the flaws probably with the Ghana and Sutton side though. It is. Yeah. yeah, the ceilings with the other two though. Yeah, but floor doesn't floor yep. doesn't when you. Uh... Inner off fantasy, does it, Will? Yeah, mate, he's got to protect his legacy, though. That's the thing. Will Will's psychology, his issue for this year is going to be, you know, calculated risks and and protecting the fact that everybody, you know, history's got its eyes on him now. Yeah. Shout out to he's those. He's going to go back to back. He's going back to back. Like, <laughs> no, I'm going to win this year, mate. I heard you had the perfect yeah. team. Um, yeah, I did. Then you and then I moved, it all ar- I, I moved it all around after team lists and it, I've gone back to having the perfect team Great. again. Oh, nice. uh, Rob, James wants to know, James, Mala- James Mladovic, he's a, a Bond villain, I think. Um, he wants to know, there's lots of viable edges to buy. How many should we have in our 21? Hmm. Hopgood. And then you want Katoa. Mm-hmm. So that's two. That's two. I think like probably f- f- like a Ford or a F- or a Ford type, Ford Organa maybe. And then I like the. Okay, so that's. Three. I think I like. I think I like four. Yeah, I think four I to five because there's Dorian, Dorian Cartwright as well. Mm. But their position yeah, is kind of yeah. irrelevant. I've, because, I've got five. Um, yeah, they're not going to be in your like one to thirteen. I don't think. Maybe one of them will be. Yeah, I got. Mm. I got Frisbee, Katoa, and Hopgood in my scoring seventeen. Cardi party in the loop slot, and then Preston in the emergencies. It's five. Yeah, I've got Frizzell Hopgood, um, Ford Cartwright Dory. Yeah, so five. Five's the answer to the question. But, but look, there's, there's, uh, you don't have to get Frizzell. Like he's a pod, and you could get like Egan yes, Butcher do. or, you know, whatever. But yeah, four still, or five. That's, that's still five. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Rob. Just just go with us, mate. It's five. We know we know the answer's five. Um, Ryan, Josh Hodgson yes. with an E. Josh Hodgson. Okay. Uh, wheels up? Question mark. 
Um, oh, that's from good friend of the show, Will, aka um, the guy who killed the squid guy in Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, okay. Um, look, he's priced at what thirty-seven. <laughs> yep. He's priced at thirty-seven. Yeah. Uh, is there a viable path for him to average high forties? I lean no. So I would say not. I mean, like there is value there, definitely. I just don't think there's enough. Yeah, but, no, I think he's probably I mean, like he, I think he probably lands like forty four, forty five if he plays eighty minutes. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. Which is you know that's still seven to eight points. It probably depends if you if you're really yep. feeling positive about Josh Hodgson and the Eels, maybe you want to take a punt. But um, yeah, yeah, I think he's just short for me. He's also not going to. Assuming he doesn't get injured, he's going to play sixteen rounds in a row, which mm. is helpful. That's true. Um, or fifteen rounds in a row. Um, Rob, uh, in a word. Are you worried about Granville uh, stealing minutes from Robson? No. Uh, Ryan, would you prefer Burton and Haas or Dewey and Carrigan? Ooh. Uh, Burton and Haas, I think. But, yes, me too. Yeah. Uh, Rob, what do you think about grabbing Farmanu Brown? No, I can't do it. I can't do it. I don't even know what his role is. <laughs> is yeah, he even in the He's going to be yet. like, sup- he's no, going to be yet. deceptively expensive as well. What? Yeah, um, he'll be he like was actually pretty good cars. last year. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what yeah. situation yeah. you'd be wanting to get him in. Like, if he's a big minute be, middle, maybe he'll be priced about the same as Ghana. Yeah, yeah. No, no good. Can't do no, it thank you. Price. No way. <clears throat> All right, Ryan. Yes. Would you grab Wade Egan? <laughs> hey, Berlin. Uh, <laughs> From uh, um, Libele. Leap. <laughs> oh. Do we need a pronunciation video for our listeners? Um, look, uh, no, was maybe. A, I was making a Berlin Peel anagram. Yeah, I thought you were. Oh, <laughs> I don't think it quite landed, mate. Um, oh, look, personally, me, no. I don't think he's the worst, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I just worry a little bit about his uh, PPM outside of um, PBL ball. Like, he was very good in 2021, but, like, is he another Reed Marnie in that regard is is a little bit of my concern. With, yes. With my 40s. Yep. No. No. Yeah. Yep. No. I, I love it. I want to see him succeed, but I'm, I'm with you. Uh, NRL Fantasy Help uh, wants to know, Rob, uh, would you take Thompson? I think we've discussed that. Yep. Isaac Thompson. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes. Isaac Thompson. I wouldn't take Luke. Uh, wouldn't take Luke. Not now. What about Corey? Not now. No. <laughs> no? Uh, but I'll give you another hit up, Rob. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harley Smith-Shields, he's named at centre. Uh, is he still a goer? I've still got Harley Smith-Shields. I think he's probably better at centre, right, than wing, do we think? Yeah, he's okay. Theori- yeah. Theoretically. Um, but I think his his um, floor is probably quite low, but he's pretty cheap. So I don't know. It's going to be one of those ones yeah. where he might be one that is a dud, you know, or like AKP could be one that's a dud, and we don't know. Um, but I, mm. I'm tending to lean towards starting with him at this point. 
Oh, I've got more faith in Smith Shields than I do Talao. Same. Yeah, oh, 100%. Yep. 100%. And um, yeah. Heimel Hunt. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Smith Shields is in my 17 round one. No worries. Yep. Ryan, what are your thoughts on Sam Verrills? Oh, Sam Verrills. Um, I mean, my thoughts are, are no. I'm not sure what he's actually priced <laughs> at. Um, I only know. Uh, 613, oh, mate. Surely you go way to eager at that price. If you're going yeah, to you're, you're, speculate up. Yeah. Yeah, if you're gonna have a punt, um, I'd, I'd go for Egan over Verrills, or even uh, if he was playing round one, I'd even consider Jacob Little at that price. But um, mm. yeah, no. Yeah, just just to be st- clear, Belent, you just heard me recommend Wade Egan to somebody. Yeah, under under <laughs> duress though, <laughs> under supreme duress. Yeah, no, don't go for Verrills. Uh, honestly, uh, like the only two hookers I've got in my side currently are Brandon Smith and Tanner Boyd, and I don't know if you need more than that. Like, if you want to get a, a gun in terms of like Reese Robson or Harry Grant, I think that's fine, but I don't think you need more than Smith and Boyd. Yep, no, nah, wheels up. Agree. I got Robson as well, but not nah, outside of that, hundred percent. Um, uh, oh, I don't really understand. A oh, good friend of the show, Jack, he's asked a question. He said, can we see him not playing the 80 at the start of the year? But he hasn't actually said which player he's talking about, so I don't really understand Ooh. what he's asking. It's like, it's like Jeopardy. <laughs> so I guess, the, I guess the question that he's asking is Reese Robson and Matt Burton or Brandon Smith and Nathan Cleary? Oh, uh, Smith and Cleary for me, yeah, I think. me too. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a certain to get captain. Yeah. And, a, yep. you know. Good job. Rob, what do you think about Corey Harawira Naira named at lock? Oh, I have it's <laughs> he's impossible to project for me at lock. Um I wouldn't do it. Mm. He's got two lock starts under forty minutes for Sicky, which is a concern. Mm. I just feel like it's got uh, uh sticky shenanigans all over it. Yeah <laughs> no. No, yeah, no, I'm not going to get involved. Uh, we've talked about Ryan Sutton, wheels up on him. Ryan, Big Nelson, a smoky with Kamikamitha injured. Oh, look, he could be. Um, I'm just Nelson's just one of those players I just never really know how to project because he's so unlike every other player in the NRL, just with his size and the way he plays um, and the role he plays in varies as well. He definitely could be a punt. If you want to, if you want to take a punt, I don't hate it, but... Um, uh, for me, I'm, I'm just not even really considering him. I just there's just so many other options out there. I don't think I need to consider him. But look, if you're feeling lucky, uh, I, I don't mind uh, going. If you've got one bloke you really like, you want to take a, a dice roll on at the beginning of the year. I, I'm always in favour of that. It's, sometimes you just got to have a little bit of fun, you know. Yeah, no, nah, mate. N- Nelson, he's he's good. Like he's he fits in the basket of like players you like to watch as well. He oh, certainly sure. does. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you what, how many offloads did he do in that trial game? Was it nine? It was a lot. He was emulating Pengai. Yeah, it was nice. It was like prime <laughs> it was Andrew a, It was the biggest Pengai performance I've seen since Pengai. Yeah. yeah, but they all went to hand too. Like there was nothing undisciplined about it, mate. I think he got 90 points in 55 minutes. Yeah, I've got no issues with anyone starting with him because um, yeah. they have lost a lot of troops this storm. Like – they had to apply for dispensation, I saw, to get guys out of their 30 to be in their squad. Like, they're down troops, and he is the spiritual mm. leader of that team, apart from your boy. Christian imagine a, a Payne Haas, Joseph Tarpanay, Nelson Asafa Solomona. Ruben Cotter. 
No. What? No, that's a big boy season, mate. <laughs> Ruben Cotter is small boy season. Oh, I know. It's just, he plays like I a you're boy. talking about just like overall fun to watch. You're just talking about oh, straight no. up yeah. beef. Just straight up like just Roof. like that runs out. It's like Kibra Park High School versus like the under 14 St. Margaret Mary's Children. girls team. <laughs> Yeah. Um, all right, Ryan. Um, did you just do, you did Nelson right, Rob? You can have this one. Uh, Dylan wants to know: Are we dropping Reese Walsh if he's only missing round one? Yes. Was he in your team anyway? <laughs> Even That's if he was playing team. round one, you shouldn't you shouldn't have him. Yeah, correct. And are we picking up CHM? We already said no. Uh, we talked about Taruva. He's a no. I think Ryan could what be some value about? if he's on the left. But Rob, don't mate, don't. Don't muddy the waters. <laughs> I, I wouldn't start with him. I wouldn't start He's, with him. But he could be Taylor May. We are a pro. We're a pro McLean anti Taruva. We are definitely podcast. pro McLean. But, but the, the, Taruva, the difference was Taylor May was like 250k. That's right. I mean, I bought him at 400k, yeah. and he was still a, oh, a jet. You were a dud though. Like, oh. well, I know, yeah, but well, that's exactly yeah. right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Mark didn't even get him. Classic. <laughs> I just got him. No, I didn't. I missed Ew. him altogether. Yeah, I just gave up. It's varying state. I've got to miss done. one. I've got. I've got to miss one critical player every year. Um, Lopes, he wants to know. Uh, he's he's bet he's he needs one play. He's got four hundred and forty three k. Should he get? Okay, so he, so he's already got. Chance. Harley Smith Shields, Khan Pereira, Warbrick, and Lockie Miller. Okay. Um, he's looking at Tamari Martin, Hammer, and Perham. Who would you get? Get Jackson Ford. I'm assuming, he, what, is he asking specifically for a back? Well, it doesn't seem like he needs backs because he's got five of yeah. them. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, well, in that case, yeah, probably Jackson Ford. If you need a back specifically, I'd go for Isaac Thompson. Okay. Um yeah, I mean, he he did ask about backs, but mate, I think you should just start Lockie Miller, Warbrick, and Chance or Khan Pereira, and and buy somebody better in another position, which you know, as the boys correctly direct you to forward, etc. Yeah, or cardio. Or you could just sell Chance and get Perham instead, and then buy Ryan Sutton, which would be the way I would go. I think. Uh, yeah, we covered that one, covered that one, covered that one. Um, would you spend the money to upgrade Luke Garner to Tyson Frizzell, Rob? In a heartbeat. <laughs> but I suppose it depends at what cost in your team. But yes, like if all things are equal and I'm in a vacuum, gun yeah. to my head. I think that's like 11 points. Yeah. Roughly. Plus an extra Plus game, job security, and job security, and guaranteed yeah. eighty minutes, and yep. yeah. Uh, we covered Sean Bloor. We think he's probably a trap, but you know, if you're feeling super risky, then you know maybe just take Bryce Cartwright instead. Uh... <laughs> Forty-two comments. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> okay, um, Ryan Sutton. We've covered. Uh, Tommy Turbo, is it a risk worth taking, Ryan? Uh, no. If they didn't, if FanHub didn't play with his price, I would have probably said yes. But he's already priced um, in the low forties, so no, it's not. It's not worth taking. It's not twenty twenty one anymore. 
Yeah, I will end up with him probably uh, post-Origin, but not at the moment. Uh, Rob, Josh King, what do you think? Nah. No, I think he, um, I don't even know. I don't even know what he's priced at, but I just know that five hundred k. There's not enough value there. More than yeah. Sutton, no yeah, yeah. Where bueno. uh, Teddy wants to know about Suo Falago, which uh, I don't know who that is, so probably don't buy him. Um, <laughs> what team's he on? <laughs> that's that's a, that that question tells you everything you need to know. Uh, we've talked about Robson Re Granville. We've talked about Perham. Um. Trent just says he's just wanting to instill some confidence in us, I think. He says he's okay. convinced that Perham is going to piss him off, but he's pretty sure that Burton's going to hit the ground firing unlike last year, mate. That's the support I need. Thank you very mm. much. It's helpful. Wait, was that guy's name uh, Sulavi Farlago? Is that what he said? Sua Farlago. But, it, I mean, he might have just shortened it. Okay, yeah. So he's uh, he's in the extended bench for Melbourne, so uh, no good. Yeah. no good. Uh Callum just wants to say, uh, always time. <laughs> always have to ask when the time arises. Is it time for the Cardi party? We've covered Farmer <laughs> Benny Brown. We've covered. Uh, do we know what's going on with Bateman? No, we do not. We think he's back um, next week, though. But bump, double bump. Uh, yeah, bubble bump, bubble bubble double okay. bump. All right. So here's five hours ago. Tim Sheen's on. Uh, Bateman. He's been running five to ten kilometer runs in England. Not, it's not a chronic thing with the ankle. He trained well yesterday. Isn't physically, but on, but of course he hasn't run with the team yet. We have got an investment in this kid for four years, and for the first few weeks, I'm not particularly worried about it. So Sean Bloor is going to play like three or four weeks on the edge, and then go to the bench, and Capola is going to drop off. <sighs> There's just such a murky situation. It just feels like yeah. a trap. I actually think Bloor could like start really good, have a couple of weeks there, and then like limp through some price rises to you know to being sold at his buy in like round six or seven or whenever it is. Yeah, possibly. Um, but yeah, it's a big risk if they decide. Like if they get pumped by the Titans this week, don't be surprised if Bloor, if Bateman's playing round two and and Bloor is nowhere to be seen. Um, looking at the benches of the Knights and Souths, who would you take a punt on out of Daniel Saifidi and Tavita Tola? Uh, I think I will take this as the resident Saifidi fan and say neither. I would just buy Ryan Sutton. But if you're going to take a punt, gun to your head, you're going to take a punt on one of them. I'd take a punt on Ryan Sutton. That's not the the question. Saifidi or Tola, which one are you going to take a punt on? Are you asking me this because you know I'm going to say Totola because of the bench for the night? <laughs> <laughs> Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth, bro. <laughs> no. No, I mean, Jared, the correct answer is Jared Wallace. No, it's not. It's Ryan Sutton. Um, yeah, Jamie just wanted to let us know that he's scrapped his preseason side and started again. Yeah. Uh, but he wants, us to, he wants us to rate the 250K players. Oh. Like all of them. Top. Best to worst. So, who, hmm. give me give me your your top five in order. Um, Are we including the two thirties? I'm assuming all the two fifty k or less. Okay. So number one for me with a bullet is Katoa. Yep. No, number two is Warbrick. Yep. Number three is Alamotti. 
Maybe. Number four is Khan Pereira. And number five is Tyrell Sloan, only because all five of them I'm pretty sure are going to just be in the team and I don't have to worry about their job security. Uh, I'd probably slip in Smith Shields, Cardi, and Dory over your bottom three there, but the top two I agree with. Mm -hmm. Top two seem like slam dunks. Rob? Yeah, I was just figuring out where Cardi and Dory go in that list. Um, Where did you have Smith Shields? I'll put him at five. Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy with your top two. I think I would do Dory and Cartwright next. Oh, it's so hard. I don't know how these wingers are going to go, guys. Camperera, mm. Cartwright, Dory, Smith Shields. LMOT3. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. You did it in the weird order, mate. I'm not really I sure about what you put in. <laughs> I forgot about the <laughs> Okay. Thanks, mate. Thank you for your, your contribution. Ryan, yes. who do you think would win a fist fight between Jared Wallace and Mark Nichols? Um, well, mate, Jared Wallace has got the... Jared Wallace has got the younger legs in him, so I, I think he's got him beat for speed, you know, like a little bit of agility, you know, float like a butterfly, that type of thing. Um, yeah. So, yeah, and, and plus, like, Jared Wallace has got such a big block on him too. Like, I reckon, you know, he's, he can take a punch. I'm, I'm going to go Jared Wallace. Plus, Jared Wallace. I can see Jared Wallace being like Homer in The Simpsons when he's fighting uh, Dredger Tatum. That's so good. <laughs> I mean, plus, on top of all of that, on top of all of that, Jared Wallace is a Queenslander, so you, oh, you just mate. know. You know he's got that mongrel yeah. in him, so he's going Is win. Mark Nichols a Queenslander? No, he's from Wagga. <laughs> is he? Oh, that's in Queensland, isn't it? That's in Queensland. <laughs> I think so, yeah. That's, uh, yeah, South Queensland, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Wagga. That's in Queensland, yeah. yeah. Um, Rob, Jamal Fogarty or Matt Burton? Oh, man, your impassioned um, Fogarty piece got me again midweek. Um but no, still Burton. Still Burton. Mm. Um, <laughs> Ryan, you got another Nichols related question. <laughs> Let's go. Um, is, it, is it about who he's going to beat in a fight? Walker. Because he's Jared on the Walker. bench, is he still worth having a sniff? Are he wasn't worth having a sniff if he was snarting. No, <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I, don't he, I don't know what he smells like. He might, he, I don't know what he's. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's yeah, he's from Wagga, so I'm, I'm guessing yeah. it's, it doesn't smell great, but. Um, uh, yeah, no, we're we're avoiding Mark Nichols. Even if he was starting, we we won't hire him. Um, yeah, mm. avoid Mark Nichols. Yeah. All right, here's a Mark Nichols trivia for you, mate. Which team did Mark Nichols make his debut for? Uh, was it the Raiders? It was the hey. Raiders. Good job. Love that. Let's go. Uh, Cody, good fan of the show. Uh, he wants to know uh, Liero, Katoa, and Jackson Ford or Frizzell and two 250K guys. Mm. Um, so, oh, hold on. What were, what were the three? Liero? Jackson Ford. Katoa and Jackson Ford. Uh, yeah, no, I, I like that. I like those options, I think. Mm. So what you're saying is you're anti-Tyson Frizzell. 
Well, unless you, your two guys are Dory and Cartwright, then I'd probably go for the Frizzell option. Yeah, but also I don't think you have to get Liero. I think you could get a 250 guy instead of Liero and get Ford and Katoa. I know that's not his question, mm. but that's what oh, I would yeah. do. Yeah, no. Spend the, spend the hundred and something. Probably you can do better with than Liero, I think. Who's the best option, 577K or less, Rob? <sighs> I mean, outside of Hopgood, Katoa, and Boyd, who we assume everybody has, and if you don't have them, they're the number one option. Is it Wade Egan or is it Ryan Sutton? Mm-hmm. Egan's more than that. He's 582. Yeah, it's Sutton, isn't it, I think. Oh. Oh, he's asking me two different questions in here. All right, cool. All right, well, all right. he's asking about Egan and then said, who's the best player under 577? I thought it was the same question. It's not. Okay. Um, yeah, best player under 577? Probably Sutton. Maybe Egan yeah. if you're feeling lucky, but like as in uh, Butcher, Egan Butcher, Egan Butcher, yeah. Butcher, but probably Sutton. Mm-hmm. Too many Egans. Nick Meany? No. No. Sean Johnson. Go okay. away. Sean oh, Johnson. Yes. Yeah, it's Sean. We haven't. We didn't talk about Sean Johnson this podcast. What are we doing? Now we already talked about it enough, mate. If people, if if they didn't believe me at the last podcast, they're not getting. They're not, <laughs> we're not turning them now. Um, uh, how long's Nico out for? And are we interested in Trindle? Uh, not long enough. And no, no, Trindle's going to go back to the bench, right? right? Oh, yeah. he'll go out of the side. Oh, yeah, uh, in, in any event, just side. leave it alone. You know, Sean yep. Johnson's um, ownership's higher than Brazil. Yeah, he's yeah, a jet. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Why, why wouldn't it be, mate? What are you trying to say about Sean Johnson? <laughs> um, and also, Jamie's just concerned that he's now wound up with Turbo and his teammate. If you're concerned about it, that's for good reason. You should get rid of him. <laughs> uh, Dory or Sean Bloor, we're on the Dory train there. Dory. Uh, Rob, is it a bad idea to have both Pass and Carrigan in your team? Not necessarily. I, I don't think. Because they both play for the Broncos, it's a bad idea, or anything like that. Mm. So no, yeah, yeah. I don't think I their roles are a bad idea. Yeah, I hope it's not a bad idea. I've got both of them at the moment. Um, what's Leoro's job security like, Rob? Uh, not Rob, Ryan. You can have this one. Sorry. Oh look, how long's a piece of string? Um, it's probably okay. the The wild card is Tarek Sims, but the thing in his favour is uh, how weak the Storm middle is at the moment. So there's every possibility that Sims just slots straight into this middle rotation, which I think is what's going to happen. So too. Um, I, if I had to put a percentage on it, I'm going to say seventy percent safe. Yeah, yeah, not not safe enough that you want to spend the extra money over the cheaper guys. Uh, Rob, how many minutes do you think Sutton plays? Uh, but also, in addition to that, uh, do you have any interest in Preston? I feel like you should answer this. Oh, I have interest in Preston, but that's why I didn't answer mm. it. I just don't know enough. Because I wonder if maybe, like me seeing... I've just watched Phil Gould talk about him, like Preston, like he's the greatest thing since sliced mm. bread. And I feel like they just need an opportunity to give him a job, and they've got one here right now, and I think... You know, game day, we could see Fatala Mariner at lock, Farmani Brown on the bench, and Preston. Yeah, I'm edge. very interested to see the, like, one hour out, what it looks like, um, for sure. Because, yeah, as you said, they've talked up – Gus has talked up Preston a lot. Um, yeah, so but I, I don't know. I think if he's starting on the bench, there's no way I'm going to start with him. Um, and Sutton minutes oh, could push 55, right? 
Yeah, I think he's a 50 to 55 type guy, yeah. Ryan Sutton. Yeah. Oh, wow. Preston's uh, reserve grade stats are pretty yeah, bloody good. Yeah, he's handy. Yeah, he just, he just looks like he works really hard. I'm going to have him. I'm going to lob him in my 2021 20, down there and just cross my fingers, I think. Mm. Um, Ryan, uh, is Egan Butcher spicy or just another narrative? In inverted commas. Oh, I mean, I, I don't know what the narrative would be. Like, he's he's an, a very likely 80-minute edge in a t- probably a top eight side. So um, he's a little spicy. I don't know if there's enough. Val- I don't think there's enough value to to recommend him. But he's a little spicy if you want to take a punt. But I, I think it's more spice than narrative. Yeah, I think I would prefer spending up to Frizzell or spending down to Garner. Yeah, I tend to agree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we covered Josh King, we covered Sean Bloor, um, Cameron Murray, 70-plus minutes, we think. Uh, do we think that Cardi's the one that drops out when Lane returns? I I do think I that, think that well. just because, yeah, uh, I, I think that Lane's going to slot in and Cardi's going to go back to the bench and be like a 30-minute guy. So, I mean, really you're just hoping that Lane's long out for – you know, back round five or later, I think is what you're hoping for. Yep. Uh, Rob, do you think that Jackson Ford is a buy and how many minutes are you expecting him to play? Oh, man. I've done so much mental arithmetic on the Warriors uh, forward rotation this week, as I know you have as well, Mark. Um, I think worst case scenario, he's going to play 55. But I think there's... Absolutely, an option. He plays in. There's an. There's a world where he plays sixty-five, seventy. I just. I don't know. I don't know. I can't. I can't predict it. And I want to. I kind of want to see how the Warriors go this week. But also, I want to start with him, and I'm going to. So I think. I think if he gets fifty-five, um, that would be a shame. But I think. I think it's going to be sixty-five. Okay, right. I think fifty five is enough yeah. too. I think so. I think yeah, so. I, I think that's yeah. kind of like my worst case scenario for him to still make enough money for me to think that it wasn't a terrible option to start with him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Jamie just wants to know what our bench is looking like, not the actual players, just the positions. Um, so obviously, as much value in dual positions as possible. Uh, so I have. Brandon Smith, hooker middle, Hopgood, who's going to be edge middle, Tanner Boyd, who's going to be hooker half. Oh, Hopgood's um, Jules. And then I'll have. Oh, I need a refresh. Yeah. Welcome. It is. Oh, hey, yeah. And, and Let's go. Is Thompson's is up yep. there, yeah? Yeah. Oh, they, they're onto it. They're onto it early. Oh, they've added, um, they've added uh, Famanu Brown as well. He's 470K. Oh, that's disgusting. Oh, my God. Way too expensive. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I've got. And then I've got half edge, wing fullback, edge, center wing fullback, dual, and my emergencies at Pluscatola. Young to an appear, 319K. Interesting. That's about 60K too expensive for mine. (laughs) I preferred it when he wasn't in the Uh, app, I think. Yeah. There there you go. The old mate uh, asking earlier, when are they going to add the the new blokes? Oh, there they are. They're in now. They're in now. They're They're in right now. Oh, that's so eight, nice. eight o'clock seeing, Queensland seeing time. Hot good jewel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It just makes you feel a lot more comfortable, doesn't mm. it? 
Um, yeah, so as many jewels as possible and as much value as possible, same as in the starting team. But, yeah, if in doubt, always put your jewels on the bench if you can. Uh, and then um, Joel wants to know Talau, Perham, or Smith Shields. Perham? Smith Shields for me. Yeah. 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 I think I have Talau and Smith Shields, and I don't have Perham at the moment. Mm. So, okay. I guess that's my answer. Uh, all right. I think that's it. I think it's all the, you know, unless people have asked more questions since I've moved on from the platform. Um, Are you on Instagram? I did the Instagram. Okay. Yeah. I did it. Um, yeah, I think I got everybody. All right. If I didn't get everybody, uh, send us a message only on Instagram. Don't message the Facebook or the Twitter. Uh, otherwise, you'll get bad advice from me. Hey. Uh, if you message the Instagram, you'll get good. You'll get good advice from Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Boys, before we sign, before we sign out, uh, I want to get a, a number one or two, one to two hot takes for the year from you. Uh, I had a, um, I had a, somebody message me in the private messages today to remind me about my hot take about the Eels being a bottom eight side and Papali not being a keeper. Um, so they made sure to remind me about that. It's a good one. Um, um, my oh first man, hot takes Lens already came through. Tonight, yeah. Oh, your uh, Cooper Johns is going to displace Shustar. I think that was the default though. Default. All right. What do I, okay. Rob? You seem like a man with a lot of hot takes. What are your thoughts? Uh, hot, good origin. Ooh, oh, I love that so much. <laughs> that is a good one. That is a flaming really good hot. Yeah. Um, that's gonna be my yes. one. Love that. And Burton Delian, love those that. are my love two. That. I think. Oh no, he ruined it. <laughs> no, I love no Burton Delian. That's I'm 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 vibing. Ryan, what do you think? I don't know if this is a hot take, but I'm going to say it anyway um, because it'll stir up the uh, the chat that thinks you're an idiot. Um, I'm going to say <laughs> Egan Butcher is going to outscore, out-average T-, T. Wilton by five points. <laughs> is that – yeah. I don't even know if that's a hot take, is it? Yeah, me either, but a lot of people prefer T. Wilton. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I agree. I just – yeah. Mm. All right, I'm going to say that uh, I've got a hot take, but I'm going to give you like an accurate factual piece of information first. So the accurate factual piece of information is that Queensland are going to win the series of State of Origin in Game 2 in Queensland, and they're going to be giving away tickets to the third game in New South Wales (laughs) because it's a dead rubber. (laughs) Like the fifth day of a test. yeah, like the fifth day of a test. Not the test that happened today, oh. though. Yeah, up the Kiwis. About that yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm on a high. But, um, yeah, maybe, uh, hmm, I don't know. I'm always so, like, I always got, like, a thousand hot takes that just come out of my mouth that I, I don't. Yeah, your um, baseline is a, is a hot take. My baseline is like a baseline. hot take. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Uh, is the West Tigers making the eight even a hot take? I think it is. They literally uh, got the spoon last year. So, yeah. Mm. 
That's yeah. hot take. Hmm. I really want to say the Rabbitohs to miss the eight. Ooh. Just yeah, the the depth is concerning. Um, yeah, I'm I'm a little bit warmer on Manly than I was in the preseason when we discussed them. Have you come around on Manly, Ryan? You were like, you were sp- t- talking about him getting the spoon almost. Yeah, you still there? Um, uh, bottom eight. I still think bottom I think eight. Ryan's got them fifteenth, doesn't mm-hmm. he? And his uh. Projections. Yeah, something like that. What do you reckon would happen if the Bulldogs were a bottom four side this year? Um, it's not, mate, it's not that unrealistic either. No, not if uh, some more injuries if you, come their If way. there's a forward pack that's relying on Tavita Pangai to be its linchpin now. Oh, dear. Yeah, it's kind of Burton or bust, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. All right, that's my hot take. Yeah. That's my hot take. Bulldogs bottom nice. four. All right. Well, that's one less person to that the you know the Warriors might <laughs> might not be in the bottom four if the dogs are there. Yeah, so I'll take that. Yeah, bottom bottom four is gonna. I'm, I'm I've cooled off on the Dolphins a long way. It's gonna be Dolphins, Bulldogs, Warriors, and the Knights in the bottom four. Oh, big dragons, man! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mark's got dragons top four. Yeah, no, nah, the dragons. No, nah, oh, I miss the dragons. Who's gonna get up there? Well, I mean, the dragons. Teams. There's some it's pretty some bad teams this year. teams. It's, yeah. Even like the There's round really one, big... the round one team lists and just going, oh, man. good God, we do not have enough depth oh, for no. 17 teams. No, we do though. It's just, there's teams like bloody Penrith that have got like Maverick guy and not even in the 21. He'd be like the star player for the Dolphins. Yeah, he would. <laughs> just no interest in even letting him anywhere near remotely even close to first grade. So... Uh, boys, I reckon that'll do us two hours. Good, good show. Just got one quick yep. plug. Join before. the yeah. I was just going to say the same thing, Ryan. Um, the overall fantasy amateurs league. Um, I'll read it out to you quickly yeah. if you've got a pen or if you just type it into your app. Seven V nine F M C five D. Boom. Yeah. Get that in you. So um, with with that one there, we're uh, we've got some got some hot hot spicy prizes coming out. Pretty sure we're going to get some uh, some subscriptions to the Rugby League Fantasy Pro uh, stats platform. Maybe uh, some other stuff if I can pull my finger out and organize some merch or something like that. Um, obviously, uh, yeah. Plus, not to mention the infinite glory and bragging rights that come along with us constantly talking about you on the show, uh, which should be more valuable to you than any prize. <laughs> it was to Will. He loved it. Oh, loved the amateurs. Yeah, oh, Will, mate. Yeah, I love the amateurs, and then number two finisher was I love the amateurs more. Yeah, who was that? <laughs> Doesn't get as much credit. Oh, good friend of the show, yeah. mate. Yeah, he was. He was in well, the he was in the Insta DMs all year too as well. I think we just gave slightly better advice to Will. <laughs> I think Will was just too, on it first. He was uh, he was into the yeah. DMs first. Yeah, mate. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, boys. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Appreciate you hanging out with us. Uh, I assume there's still going to be lots of questions. Just, you know, jump on the team talk thread or the page or the team list thread or anywhere aside from just posting your questions straight onto the group on Facebook would be do, would do nicely. Um, you know, be patient with the Instagram DMs. Ryan kind of has a job that he's supposed to be doing, um, <laughs> but he'll come back to you when he can. 
uh yeah so that's it uh yeah good good stuff matt lodge 510k for anyone that's interested no is this the weirdest duel that you've ever seen wing fullback mid for 10 ls drugo oh wow i don't think i've ever seen that before wing fullback (laughs) mid that is a good one i love that that's Aaron Clark got the mid jewel as well. Oh, that's interesting. Really? He wasn't named there. Mate, wow. NRL Fantasy, they're off the chain. That's so oh, interesting. Wow. But, yeah, love that. But yeah, good still, job. Good job, NRL going. Fantasy. I think that's good. I think that's good policy. Still don't Good job, Fan Hub. Yeah. Yeah. No, don't buy him. But, you know, gotta, for all the criticizing we do of Fan Hub, we got to tell them when they, they are the good at well. sweeping the jewels. The they are good at sweeping the jewels. I'll give them that. All right, guys, get your questions in. Good luck for round one. Uh, I assume you'll come at least fourth this week because Ryan, Rob, and I are going to come one, two, and three. Damn. But um, yeah, best best of luck. Just slightly worse luck than us, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you next week. Love you.